A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, there was a podcast to discuss The Mandalorian called Bounty Buddies. I'm your host, Jennifer Cheek, and with me is Tim Lanning. Hey, everybody. It's Tim. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Jane Rip. Hey, everybody. And Pat Edwards. Hi, all my buddies. Hey, Bounty Buddies. What's <laughs> up? Uh, I'm coming in hot. <laughs> uh, uh, did you guys like my, my uh, I intro it. that I did? It's I true. It. You could picture it just scrolling slowly <laughs> yeah, into and then our the little, ear holes. Our, our little uh, cherubic faces yeah. in, in the, uh, the hangout. We didn't discuss uh, your intro, no. and you just dropped it on me. I just did it. And then it realized all the things we probably should have discussed, <laughs> even though we've been chatting for probably a half hour or so. Uh, no, I think it was good. Uh, and then my skin just got cold. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Um, what else is Jennifer going to do? What else is Jennifer going to do? In this but, podcast, you, who can say? Yeah. we uh, 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 Our good buddy Pat was like, you know what? Wouldn't it be fun? <laughs> If we screamed about uh, the show Mandalorian yeah. on Disney Plus, and we're like, hell yeah, baby, we're in Seattle, and then we're going to Florida. <laughs> it, that's but- also a good idea. Let's <laughs> add another podcast Let's do it. to our lives. <laughs> Let's do uh, When he asked me, I was like, Ugh. I want to do this, but I got so scared. I was having a moment like at work when you, yeah. when you were talking about it, and I was like... Ah, yeah, fuck it. I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's at, just do it. At that point, I was like, I should ask her if I could buy more minis. She seems to be in a good mood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then I was like, you know who else would be really great to have on the show? My good friend Jane, who yes. knows all about Star Wars and is one of the funniest people I know. Not yes. No pressure, Jane. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I love stars. I love wars. You put them together. What's love them all. like? Yeah. So uh, let's briefly uh, kind of go around the horn yeah. and talk about... Uh, our connection with the Star Wars. Just yeah. so those of you Oh, I like that. Home, That's a good idea. Um, can, I meant to say this before we started, but I yeah. didn't. Now no, you're on the spot. So I'll go first, so you give me more time. Um, my brother, who is 10 years older than me, had Star Wars bedsheets, and uh, he also had, or someone had, um, a Battlestar Galactica. I thought they were the same thing. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, he eventually showed me the movies, and since he's like, Empire's the best, he showed me that one first. Okay, that's a so choice. So, <laughs> I have no idea when I saw A New Hope, but I was probably, like, Empire, Jedi, back and forth for, like, from when I was, like, six to, like, twelve. Wow. And eventually I saw A New Hope. Uh, so, yeah, I've been a huge Star Wars fan for pretty much my entire life. Um, it hasn't been my number one fandom. One time I traded every single one of my Star Wars toys for another friend's G.I. Joe's. I think I came out on top. Um <laughs> And Have you yeah, seen how much some of those toys are worth, dude? Not these ones, no. <laughs> these are trash toys. These are, and, and yeah, after I would have got Destroyed done with by them, children. they would be worthless. So, it has, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, through the years, love Star Wars. I uh, one of those people who loved the prequels the first time I saw them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I, me- I remember going to my brother's friend's house, you know, when I was like 19 or 20, uh, and talking with 28-year-olds, 30-year-olds about how much we loved uh, the Clone Wars animated uh, miniseries and how much we loved Revenge of the Sith. And then something happened. <laughs> they let you rent those movies. 
I should have never done that. No, it's like you can only see it the one time yeah, in no. a movie theater, and then you're cut off forever. Uh, and yeah, uh, Last Jedi is is probably my favorite. Uh, Rogue One uh, oh, is up there too. So I didn't like Solo, but I had a expulsion of thank God. Finally, the bad ones here, so that we don't have to like. Yeah, they stressed it anymore. Yeah, we, don't, we got it out of our systems. Now they can just be movies, and they yeah. don't have to be. You know, obviously the prequels are bad, but whatever. Yeah, and I love the pod racing video games. So, yeah. um, I was introduced to Star Wars when I think I was in about fifth grade. My parents showed it to me, and I was immediately extremely obsessed with it. And I've joked many times before on other podcasts that Harrison Ford as Han Solo was like me being like, oh, okay, I do want to kiss people, actually. I don't want to kiss that one <laughs> right there. Um, I nearly had my birthday cake be Star Wars stream when I was in, I guess, fifth or sixth grade. But then I got like self-conscious about it and was like, that's not a socially acceptable thing it to do. It should be pony. So I've got, yeah, I think I like had like a cat or something. I don't yeah. know. Not, not a Star Wars. Um, I, a Lance Bass. <laughs> probably. Who knows? Uh, I very much remember sitting by the pool in high school reading Star Wars Extended Universe novels. Mm. Uh, I was a frequent uh, a visitor of, is it Wikipedia? Wikipedia. Um, and I, and so my, my local libraries did not like have all of the books. So I remember like reading some of them like for sure out of order. Yeah. And then like going on Wikipedia later and just learning more yeah, about um, it. The Star Wars books got me to enjoy reading. And I read uh, Rogue Squadron, like the eighth book first. And it was like, Izzard's Revenge or something like that. And like, <laughs> revenge of what? I don't know. But they're taking Kurosawa <laughs> back. He is doing revenge. I just mainly remember she, Leia. actually. I mainly remember Leia being pregnant on Kashyyyk with uh, Chewbacca. Oh, yeah. And I remember Thrawn and that stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I have been a, a big Star Wars fan. And it's like a big thing with my family like when i'm home yeah we like almost always end up watching star wars together. Uh, if you're listening to this uh first because you're trying to find a a place to listen to to scream uh jennifer and i are uh we got our podcasting uh teeth cut by doing a game of thrones podcast yes jennifer and i are married yes uh, <laughs> we are married to each other we're recording we're recording in the same room yes uh jane and pat are not married and, we're recording, <laughs> and not recording in the same room. not recording mm-hmm. the same room but jennifer and i were on um they our Christmas break, I guess, uh, in North Carolina. And one of the things that we do in order to not have to talk to our family <laughs> is just throw movies Yep, on. we just... Let's well watch all the Star Wars. Let's just do it. So we watched all three prequels and then the original series. And then, like, an hour after we finished Return of the Jedi, uh, I was going through Twitter and I was like, Jennifer... Carrie Fisher just died. It was it was like it was like a legitimately very emotional yeah, moment. Yeah. Because I was like, oh wow. Like this person who's awesome yeah. and that I like really connected to as a oh, young yeah. woman is now dead. It was it was it was a lot. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, lots of Star Wars feelings inside of my heart. Jane, would you like to go? Yeah, sure. Um so when I was growing up, I wish that I had had someone in my life who knew what the extended universe was and could have, you know, handed them to me and said, like, here, there's more of this. And there's, you know, Mara Jade. And here are all yes. of these additional characters. I didn't have any idea that that existed. So when I looked at 
Star Wars as, you know, it existed when I was growing up. And then I looked at Star Trek. Mm. Mm. I felt myself much more reflected in Trek. It sort of matched my sensibilities. There was a redheaded lady doctor right. who had right. the most Love it. interesting problems. Um and, you know, I would dabble in Star Wars because it's in space, because, you know, it's fascinating. But Love a space. Yeah, just in general. Space is real cool. But when I would watch it, I just didn't see myself in it, and I didn't mm. get that kind of, like, fan-deep energy from it. Yeah. But then uh, my husband, who is a huge longtime Star Wars fan, started watching the Clone Wars animated series. And I would just, like get little pieces of it. Um, and then at one point I just sat down and started watching it with one of my friends and all of the complaints that I had about the prequels. Um, and to some degree, all of my feelings of seeming like there were only a handful of women in the universe. <laughs> yeah. Even though they were like really badass and awesome, they just weren't in the background. They weren't, you know, they didn't yeah. have jobs. In the in the rest of society, um, it was just like main character women, and that was it. Um, so seeing, like in the beginning of Clone Wars, there's a three woman lightsaber battle yeah. in like the first season, and I was like, oh, what's this about? And then <laughs> in my traditional fashion, I did not get into it a normal amount, but I got into <laughs> it like. Like, as far up as the dial goes is just about how far I got into that aspect of it. Which I feel like then, Jane and I, I think Jane and I have similar um, uh, ways of approaching things. Totally. <laughs> I can't be into anything a normal amount. Like, no, it's just not, no, no, it's no. not possible. You just gotta, like, roll around in it like a dragon. <laughs> yes. Like, it, just, like, pull all of your, like... Yeah. All fandom is Thanksgiving dinner. You you must consume... <laughs> until you're sick. Yeah. <laughs> yes, until you're just, like, laying and being like, ah, oh, what uh, happened? <laughs> maybe um, I'll go back for another ca bit of pie, yeah. which in this case is one of the bad books. <laughs> And then, so, um, before, um, The Force Awakens, I had, like, my fandom had really awakened. So we, my <laughs> husband and I and our friend, uh, Dan went to Star Wars Celebration that year. Oh, cool. And, uh, it was before The Force Awakens came out, so nobody really knew that it was going to be good. There was, like, a really right. good chance yeah. that it wasn't going to right. be. So then, um... My, like, fandom moment was being in the room when BB-8 rolled out on stage <gasps> and, like, Poe Dameron voice, like, the first time. And everybody was, like, it, just that space was so electric. Damn. And it was really awesome. I would love for you to be able to bottle that. <laughs> yeah. And, and I would like to steal it from Yeah, me. can I yeah. have some of that, please? Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was, like, kind of the high point. And then everything that has happened since has just been more of a reinforcement that while I didn't really see myself in this media before, <laughs> I extremely just got out of do now. <gasps> oh, oh, look at him. A different is he, one. Is he one of the custom ones? Mm -hmm. Oh, yep. <laughs> so this is like a good segue for Pat to talk yeah, about. Yeah. Star Wars. He's, oh, he's just holding up a little medium. droid. He's, a, he won't stop kissing it. <laughs> a little BB-8. Um... Yeah, so what's funny is my Star Wars fandom is definitely peaking right now as yeah. in the past year or so. Because time. I honestly, if I look ba think back to the uh, 
earliest, earliest days. I was definitely younger. I'm pretty sure Return of the Jedi was the first one I saw. Yeah. Just, I love that people were watching them out of order, but that yeah. kind of makes sense, though, because they were right. on TV and stuff all the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's whichever one your library And they got the, the remasters came out. I, I remember, like, going to get the VHS, like, the new VHS mm-hmm. at Walmart with yeah. my family. So, <laughs> so, anyway. I had seen them, or it's, uh, Return of the Jedi was definitely the first one, and it was something that, like, older kids in the neighborhood had on, and I watched, I was like, oh, yeah. this is interesting, and then had seen all out of order. I honestly don't even remember the, the original <laughs> order. And then I was just old enough to go to the theaters and see them when they did the uh, the special editions. Yeah. Yes. All those fucking dobacks in the background. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, again, I remember I my dad same being as, like, "What is going on?" <laughs> no, actually, again, young enough. I was in. Uh, it would have been like grade school or junior high at that time, and Tim, like you said, with the prequels, I was like, "Yeah, I love it." Put more shit yeah. in there. Just throw it. Yeah. I love it. They do a possible. weird song. Yeah, yeah I want that, that yeah. lady singing. That's good to me. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> this is good. Shiny, colorful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it yeah, all. They're doing fireworks yeah, yeah. and shit. Step on Jabba. Yeah, yes, <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, step more on Jabba's Jabba tail. Loved that. I remember loving that in the theater. Oh and I'm man. Like, oh, I, I remember like watching the parts, like the like commentary on it, yeah. and like showing how they did the Jabba thing. Yeah. Oh my god. That was cool. Sorry, I keep hijacking. No, you're good. And then saw the prequels when they came out, and I want to say my fandom almost is coming like waves where it's obviously it's had mm. peaks and valleys and then same Tim's very similar uh liked or i thought i liked the prequels the first time <laughs> and then it was one of those, yeah you come out of it and you're like yeah that was good and then you get more removed from it and you're like yeah wait was it good was i it just good? liked watching being in a room with 200 other people and be like yeah. whoa <laughs> yeah star like, wars <laughs> happening <laughs> what what helps phantom menace is it had it's arguably one of, if not one of the worst Star Wars movies, but it has arguably <laughs> the best lightsaber fight, or one of the oh, best. Oh, yeah, so it's, for sure. And it's at the very the end. The music so was good. Of, yeah. It's yeah. Like, yep. They're also bad in their own way that I kind of go back and forth with which one I... Like, sometimes I don't think Phantom Menace is the worst. I don't know if it is. Because Qui-Gon's not that bad. Yeah, Qui-Gon's yeah. pretty good. I think it comes down to the dialogue and the characterization it just feels very alien, yeah. and like the trajectory way. doesn't yes. make yeah. sense. I like pod racing. Pod racing, <laughs> I, yeah, the, pod racing is good. The um, CG of that final battle between the droids and the gungans is rough. Ugh. If you go back, and I, it yeah, again, it's also, whereas the practical stuff still holds out, yeah. like yeah, quite well. Also, sorry, the oh, them trying to be like, okay, Anakin and Padme are, are in love with each other. It was like the most painful romance to watch on screen. Yeah. I Ember. Think that she was, what, six, how, what's, what's canon? She was 16 when they met and he was. I get it. He was like, what, like six? nine or like, 10? Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> fucked up. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and then I feel like there was a lull where I, I read, I wasn't a rabid book re- of the Star Wars books. I read my fair share. Of the Star Wars Extended Universe books and my fair played my fair share of the video games. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, definitely the new movies, like it just tore the lid off. I mean, I've yeah. loved them. Uh like, I, I agree with Solo's oh fine. It's I enjoyed it's, watching Solo it. very good. It's fine. Um I have this thing, this whole pet peeve with origin stories where they cram all of the little details that yeah. are iconic about yes. a character into like yeah. one encounter. Where it's it's kind of yeah. like that's not how human that's not how people work like the things yeah. that right. make you up happen spread out cumulative um, yes right and right. Um, yeah I, I have the I guess I guess it's controversial opinion Last Jedi is 
top two, three, maybe if not the best. It's, it's, it gets I better every Flash time Jedi. I watch it. And the, it's, yeah. I'm yeah. definitely, I like the new, the most new movies. Yeah. I, I like them a yeah. lot. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan of Ryan Johnson before yes. he did those. So I was right. like, what the fuck is going to happen when, if Ryan Johnson is going to make one of these? And then the story behind this, this BB-8. Yeah, this is one of the custom ones. It's got a remote control. If I go and grab it and turn it on, it, it could talk for you all. And uh, it rolls around the floor. So actually, um... I'm, I'm, I am not a Sith. My daughter might be. If, <gasps> it's black and red, the pb yep. So she, Uh-oh. my three-year-old, three-and-a-half-year-old, built it or picked out the colors and everything. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and I say, when I say my fan was peaking, we were in um, – I, I, I married into a pretty rabid uh, Disney fandom family. Okay. So I love Disney. Yep. Uh, it's a joke on my other podcast, Rewatch, how much I love Disney stuff. But my wife and her family are – They've gone Next to Disney level. World every year her whole life. <gasps> we are wow. We, my wife and I, are vacation club members. We go probably twice a year at this point, wow. we're averaging. And uh, this past time we went, we were down there in 2019, the week Galaxy's Edge opened. And I got up oh. and I it opened at 6 a.m. the park. <laughs> I went by myself. My, I had I was there watching the kids with my. We have two small children, and yeah. uh, I was there at five. And it opened. Oh my god! I wasn't. There were two dozen people already there though at five a.m. Wow! I'm surprised it wasn't more. Yeah. So I did that. So I got up at four thirty, like quick shower, threw stuff on, got to the park, got there like right around five, hung around. I have tons of like pictures and video of it. It was amazing, and they walk you back to the Galaxy's Edge. I knocked everything out in less than two hours. You can do there because it was still. Yeah, so early, right? You know, yeah, drinking yeah. a bloody rancor at six forty-five. Yeah, in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then I brought my. I'm, I'm indoctrinating my daughters. Brought them back. Yeah, they, they love. They actually really. They ask for it all the time because, especially with Disney Plus now, all like the cartoons they have. Yeah, right. Them. And they even one. They have a lot of cartoons that are specifically geared for much younger kids, like toddlers and right. things like that. And they oh, love. Yeah. They love BB-8. They love Chewbacca. Uh. Um, they asked, yeah, my little one or two-year-old to do that. I watch Star Wars. I watch oh. Star Wars. Oh. She has a Chewbacca doll that she like sleeps oh. with and is attached to her at the hip. That's amazing. They love playing with BB-8. I'll, yeah. I have a video. So it seems like the rest of your yes. life is so going to be. So have they seen Baby Yoda? <laughs> they have not seen Baby Yoda yet because I feel like this show that we're about to talk about is a the the maybe rest of the content dark. around Baby Yoda is maybe a, a little too heavy. But they're two and three and a half, so you can show them gifts of Baby Yoda. Yes, I can. Yes. That. I guarantee Disney you, takes them down. My wife, who is not wa- does not watch Mandalorian, has already sent me a link saying, "Oh, we're, it looks like we're going to be buying two of them." I said three, but because <laughs> they are going to do, they are Baby Yoda merchandise is coming. I, of course, yeah. I I'm gonna like it. It's got me. Like I'm gonna one. I'm gonna buy shit. Oh, I, know I told that. her. Yeah. I told her when I saw that. I said, you know, there's four things I would die for now in this life. It's <laughs> <laughs> my two daughters, my wife, and baby Yoda. <laughs> well, that's fair. Well, since uh, this is the first episode of uh, the Bounty Buddies, we it's going to be a little bit different. But we thought it would make sense to get a little bit of that stuff as my cat screams. Screaming, outside. he's mad. He's like, "Why don't you love me like you love Baby Yoda?" I don't know. He's mad. I sometimes think he's like, "I'm having so much fun just running uh, that who knows why I'm mad? Yeah, or why I'm screaming? True. He could just be hooting. Who knows? So yeah, I think just hooting. And we're about to hoot. Yeah, about um, this. It's no. November 24th, so it's been a little bit of time. We've seen all three episodes. Yes. Um, if you're uh, watching these in some sort of order, this ep- episode will be uh, episode one and two. 
Uh, full spoilers for episode one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, probably won't matter by the time it, uh, you listen to it, but there shouldn't be any episode three spoilers. We will try um, our best. I don't even know what you would even spoil. Whatever, not important. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, going forward, it will be uh, one episode per Mandalorian episode. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, but you know, again, we got started late, but we wanted to have a way for us to expel yeah, um, we needed our a, We needed a weekly mandated scream about the Mandalorian time. Yes. Allotted yes. into our schedule. Yeah. So should we... Let's, let's hop in. Hop in. To chapter one, which could also be called the job, apparently. Uh, some places. Um, what did you all think about it? Was it, uh, as we said, did it come in hot or did it come in cold? <laughs> It came in so hot. It was so good. I um my favorite thing in the movies that we've gotten recently is all of the background details and just the idea that if the camera followed anyone mm-hmm. on screen mm-hmm. at any time, their life would be weird and interesting. Yes. And yeah. that's totally how this episode opened. Like yeah, a it- cantina. Right. Slice yes. of life. Right. Yes. Right. It's lots of like different aliens in the background, but also like kind of Easter egg aliens. Like I've seen that alien. Right. Before. Right. One thing that I was thinking about was, uh, you know, maybe five, ten years ago, each of these aliens would have just been an Easter egg. But now we've ha- we have so much Star Wars that it's just oh, this is just the galaxy that's far, far away. Right. It's no longer oh, that's like one of those people that's from you know Jane Urso's blah 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 or yeah. you know they have the same type of hat. Did as you say Jane Urso? Yeah. Is, is it? That's me, Jane. But oh. now, but now Jane Come Urso on. is your Star Wars. Yes. Thing. <laughs> yes. I just uh, outed myself as a, a fake Star Wars. Wow, fake fan. <laughs> fake fan. Um, I'll probably do that again. But uh, yeah, no, it's like you just it just it, instead of being like oh, there's an R five unit, it's like. There's, I mean, you, you still scream, there's an R5 unit. Right, it's right. Just, it just feels less like this is a um, this is a uh, Easter egg, but it's like, oh, the world has been built for us. It's not just right. these, these six movies or seven I, movies. I'll also say movies. another thing, like, going back to my general experience of Star Wars is that I feel like my, like, Star Wars love will kind of, like, cool a little bit, and I'll be like, okay, like, I'm like, I feel like whatever about it. And then a new thing will come out, and I'm immediately reduced to, like, <gasps> like cry and like that's exactly yeah. I was like Tim's like you wanna watch the Mandalorian I'm like yeah I guess so and then we started watching it and I mean like I'm 100% in yeah. I love this shit I, I'm curious if they have a like Star Wars Bible and things that they have to do versus like oh people are gonna lose their shit with these 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 scene transition these wipes right. it's just don't it's talk just about like the wipes that's, I, that's yeah. I'm gonna talk about later yeah and I, I mean I do still think they're doing a million and one Easter eggs in this episode yeah um, especially this first one I think. yeah yeah I think they're throwing so much at you in a way that's they're like, like see this is Star Wars right and I think it works you know it, you love it yeah I think it works I I think. I think it's hard not know, if you don't know any of the lore, whether it's legends or actual new canon of Mandalorians. I think yeah. it's gonna be f- really, really weird to watch like thirteen Boba Fett's walk around. Because <laughs> yeah, I actually don't know a ton about Mandalorians. Like that's not an area that I. <clears throat> I only know about like, ancient Mandalorians from about? Knights of the Old Republic. Okay, and is that canon now or no? It's never canon. No. Okay, no. so. Yeah. But some of the stuff, like, they're obviously, like, using things that 
we know right. about I mean, Mandalorians. It's, it's that whole thing in like screenwriting slash story making is is um, uh, J.R.R. Tolkien was, uh, you know wasn't like oh I'll give the ring which will be from the hit book Lord of the Rings that I'm going to write in a couple of years <laughs> to Schmeagel and the and the underground pond and then whatever then we'll figure it out it's like no no he went through it was like what am I going to do next oh gosh uh, I got a, a bills to pay uh, and my friend T.S. Eliot over here is whatever uh, and he's like oh I'll just take I, this one thing T.S. Yes, Lewis C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis. Uh, for the listeners. Fake I'm Star sick. Wars fan. <laughs> I, I, I'm yeah, sick. Yeah, Tim's very sick. I'm so. sick. I do like the idea Tim, of being with T.S. Eliot, though. How much cough syrup did you drink, Tim? Oh, uh, so much. Tim's on that lean. What's the <laughs> difference between the uh, the Narnia and the one that I said? What is the difference? What is the difference? <laughs> but, so, like, Boba Fett had Mandalorian armor. And I don't right. know if that was just like because I remember my cousin had a ton of these. So was he even a Mandalorian? Or I don't he just think had the armor? Boba Fett was. Jango was, is my understanding. Oh, so there's but- there's a lot of what it means to be a Mandalorian. Yes, that I think is being shaped through this show. Yes, yeah, like yeah. the whole this is the way and Mama armor and all that. <laughs> yeah, Mama armor. yeah, so so there's this idea that there is this like martial practice that goes back through you know generations of a code of a you know just way of doing things, right. way of being like a kind of re- that, almost religious order, but you know. Maybe not religious. Well, no, he, he specifically he said says he did religion. say religion at one point. He did. Yeah, okay. guns are my religion. Well, so, I guess the same way that Jedi is a religion, right? So, religion. an interesting thing is that like there's this idea of Mandalorians as being a warlike people, sort of Viking in a mm. lot of ways. Um, that it's all about strength and you know who has the greater force. They have um, a bit of a samurai vibe, also. Like yeah. code of honor, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's actually in the lore the idea that um, probably depending on how old he is, when the Mandalorian was a kid, the planet of Mandalore was actually pacifists, huh. and all of the people who are like more warlike. Um, who really think that like this is what it means to be Mandalorian? We're living in exile. Um, oh, interesting. So, so, yeah. Do we know? It, Jane sounds like you might know. Mandalorian is it purely a way of life and a culture, or is it tied to um, like a genetic, ethnic species? They, yeah, or like a planet. Yeah. Is it a location based thing? It, like, it is a. It is a location. Um, it is the planet Mandalore um, that has at various points sort of through history been very martial um, going all the way back to, you know, Tim was mentioning like the old Mandalorians and yeah, yeah, it was he was in the Knights of the Republic. He's just like a, a, a batshit zany uh, fighter and he just talks about like jumping out of spaceships and and dropping through orbit in like a, a robot suit and just killing everybody huh but that's i mean that's thousands yeah. and thousands of years yeah but like very you know very similar to the type of sensibility that the mandalorians have in this show okay um but it definitely sort of swung back and forth a little bit hmm, interesting but it it's possible you know depending on the timing that he grew up during a time period when Mandalorians couldn't, were not able to, or chose not to defend themselves, and then, you know, basically got 
driven into hiding. Right. And that would kind of inform the way that you deal with the world yeah. and how much you embrace this like warrior lifestyle yeah. as being the way. Right, right, yeah. It, it, and more of that does come up in episode three, and it's sort yep. of interesting because I haven't seen Clone Wars or Rebels or whatever, so I don't really know uh, how much uh, Mandalorian stuff comes up, but we were doing some Googling the other day, and it was like, oh, it looks like Jangle Fett was a Mandalore, but he was like on the outs or something like that. Um, and it, it gets weird, too, because I don't even know what's canon from the prequels anymore, because I know it got rebooted before the, you know, the current movies. And so I guess, like, we can only prequels infer so canon. much. Right, right, but I'm studying, like, books and stuff that came oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, extended prequel Right, universe. the stuff after Timothy Zahn has, you know, cashed all his big fat checks, and now it's <laughs> right. some yeah. other people, you know. Bless him. Bless him. Uh, yeah, so let's kind of, um, uh, uh, talk about the, the sort of pacing of the show. Yeah. Uh, I thought the beginning bit, um... I think we're so blessed now. It's really weird. I don't want to make, uh, what's the term, make a feast out of crumbs. But when we have these mega corps, right, that own the, <laughs> right. everything. Right. And, you know, they could give, <laughs> they could give us poor peasants, um, very safe things. Mm-hmm. And they usually do. But I feel so thankful that corporate daddy, uh, <laughs> when they give us something so, so, so weird. And yes. the beginning yeah. of, of this first episode, like, I saw some people um, negative reviewing the first episode. And I was like, everything you're saying is true. Uh, that being but said, I this rules. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I think I saw something about, like, the Mandalorian doesn't talk enough. And we don't know enough about him. I'm like, yeah. shut up. Something about, That's like, really the good. point of the character, I feel like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, think about Spider-Man... Three, two, two or three, where as if I've seen that th- Spider-Man, the, <laughs> Spider-Man three, the one back in the day, the Tobys. That, is that the one yeah. where he turns into bad Spider-Man? Yes. Yeah. And, okay, you know, I have seen and then that actually. All the Marvel movies where it's like, hey, my name's Captain. Wears a mask. Oops, my mask fell off. The fact that we're getting <laughs> Pedro Pascal, who is hot and a good actor. In, and it's like, who, uh, part you of want, what, do you want to see his face? Too fucking bad. And they're all like, <laughs> is it true you don't take your mask off ever? He's like, shut up. Uh, and don't. like, we don't, <laughs> sure. It's a very, it's like in Game of Thrones, why Daenerys didn't have contact lenses because it was kind of harder. The eyes are the, the, you know, the portal of the soul and an actor, da, 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 da. But no, we don't get any of that. And I think that's mm-hmm. so cool. Well, there's yeah. just, I like, I like storytelling without talking. And a lot of that happens yeah. in The Mandalorian. It's just that, that, um, vibe of the world around it and how he's like physically reacting to things right it's very good to me it feels very western too and yeah it does too in a a kind of silly way Mm -hmm. to where you almost hear him having spurs even like (laughs) with him like coming into the cantina it's like you can hear the yeah it almost does yeah like there's like a metallic sound as he's walking like a yeah Yeah. like what is that (laughs) what to that point, and then uh, somebody said earlier about like a samurai feel to it. There, what that was kind of something they were looking for was like that uh-huh. uh, Kurosawa samurai, like a nice, yeah, okay. like seven samurai vibe yeah. kind of thing. Um, that was something that they were looking for specifically, and I think they nailed it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you get the western, you get the the Kurosawa, you get the Hong Kong cinema, yes. like. You get all kinds of influences blended together in this weirdly paced yeah. story that feels so, um, on in some ways, like, obvious, but in other ways, 
very restrained and yes. bizarre and delightful. Yes. yes. Yeah. I, and uh, as we Pat was alluding to, I think before we started recording, I don't remember, uh, uh, the weird casting of oh, yeah. both this yeah. blue person and the oh. taxi driver. Oh, my God. Well, there's yeah. a handful, actually. Yeah. I, yeah, I, there's quite a few. So. I mean, Lars von Trier is probably one of the weirdest casting decisions ever and just the best. Yeah. So... So we have in this cantina where he comes in to find his quarry, um, already just this, you know, perfect pastiche of all of the different Star Wars, uh, like silhouettes. Yeah. You know, it's all seedy and yeah. remote and wonderful. Of course, there's a bar fight. You'd be like, why would anyone live here? Like, oh, of course. And because Star Wars tends to have a sort of like, down and out vibe we're always for the most part we're in the outer rim and so we right. never get to really see the cool stuff uh in most of the movies uh and then you're always like why would you live here it's like oh that's right because they're poor and they have nothing all the way out here so they have mm-hmm. to just all they do is just hang out in this weird uh bar on this ice planet yeah i mean it's kind of daring to open your you know flagship um semi-prestige science fiction show with some ruffians threatening to yank out a guy's glands yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how we open I mean, we're being so rude to this really fish fresh. man yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh his nice sweet musk they yeah. they crave it so Who much yeah it's played by horatio sands i feel like yes. we're dancing around it yeah snl alum horatio sands yeah tim like turned to me and was like i think it's horatio sands and like the second you said it i'm like yep, yeah that oh, good is for definitely you. did you really him. call that i just all, yeah, he all i had was i know who this person is all right, I, well, that voice, I've heard it before. I have to look yeah. up. I feel like both of Tim and I both have listened to a lot of Comedy Bang Bang, and he's a pretty frequent guest okay. on there. So, yeah. like, the like hearing his oh, voice is like, mm-hmm. Then you really probably like one of the other casting. <laughs> Comedy <laughs> Bang Bang is in yeah. Werner. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And I think you said Lars von Trier earlier, and I feel like you meant Werner Reharta. God, I'm Lord? so bad at this. <laughs> oh, I thought you were. I, I had a moment where I was the, like, "Wait, uh, was he the, in it?" Peter yeah, the I, I was. I was like, "What? Who is he?" <laughs> I mean, it could be. Who knows? Maybe he's in right. a mask. So, well, I, if I if I do this when I'm completely well, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should just. I feel like we should just knock him out. So yeah, we had Horatio Sands. Yes, as blue guy. He's. The Mandalorian's first quarry that we yes. see yeah. him capture. Yes. Uh, Brian Posehn is a comedian and massive. And he's the rival of Jennifer taxi. and I. That's right. Yeah. He's our, oh, our, our right. D&D yeah. podcast <laughs> rival. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Won't talk about it. Well, I didn't say great, I wasn't going to say the name I, of it. <laughs> and then uh, like Nick Nolte is yeah, yeah, Quill. Yeah. The, the Ugnaught yes. you know, sage. And oh tracker. fuck! Yeah. For- okay, yes, yes. And Judy Dench plays the blurk. <laughs> wow! And, her- and Lars von Trier plays Baby Yoda. <laughs> yes, yeah, no. <laughs> that's true. Oh, that's true. Boy. <laughs> yeah, very interesting casting, and I was like really curious if it was going to continue throughout the season. Yeah, I was hoping episode two is just going to be like. Paul F. Tompkins. <laughs> oh my god, I would die. I would be so happy if he was in it. I just want it. more. It's one of my favorite villains already. Because I oh, love yeah. Werner Herzog's voice as the oh. client. I, I and of course, just... Carl Weathers. And oh, yeah. Carl Weathers. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta give him love. Got to. No, he's well, good. He's like really good in his role, too. Yeah. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Very good. I think you know who the been... voice of the droid was? 
the bounty droid? That was Taika Waititi, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, so yes, wonderful. Really. Which was weird because it sounds like him 0% at all. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's like kind of funny to do that. Because even his cadence wasn't really like yeah. right? what I think of as Taika Waititi. Um, uh, Pat, you mentioned uh, playing Star Wars video games. Did you play uh, Shadows of the Empire? Yeah, I was hoping you were going to say that. Yeah, you know, so, <laughs> dude, like, <laughs> if, yeah, like, if, as a fan of old Star Wars and Star Wars video games, mm-hmm. IG droids uh-huh. are so fucking cool. I mean, and IG he's just, like, pivoting. Oh, IG-88 he's... Such it, a- Asshole boss. Oh yeah, and it's it's an N sixty four game, so it's broken. And yeah, like, it's the train level, right? Like, yeah, you're, and, to, like you're like going up a train, like getting through cars and fighting bad guys. Yeah, and the boss fights IG eighty eight. In IG, yeah, dick. he's just such a monster. And you know, I, I was like, oh yeah, he was introduced in Shadows of the Empire. And then I remembered, no, he's in Empire Strikes Back. He's standing next there, next oh. to my good friend. What's his name? Bosk. Boba Fett. Bosk. Duran or whatever his name is. Oh, I don't. I do not yeah. remember. Well, that was names. one of the handful of Star Wars books I did read. It was there was one. It was a collection of. It was a short story about each of those bounty hunters. Yeah, it was the Ooh. tales from the Jabba's palace or tales? I of the read bounty that hunters one, but it wasn't yeah. that one. No, it was called like the Bounty Hunter Tales or something like that. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. Really it was literally like those six bounty hunters that are lined up. It was like a huh. short. It was like a story like about each of them, like their background, and it was kind of like their whole life, like kind of squished together. Oh, that rules. Yeah. That rules. I would read that. And it's not canon anymore, but... Oh, you uh, still I love guess it. one of the dudes is in Clone Wars, which I'm okay. excited to see. Yep. I, I really think that there are points in this show where, you know, he he's so cool. Like, the economy of movement and the yeah. armor and the mystery. And then all of a sudden, he has to, like, deal with something weird or annoying, like <laughs> yeah. droid. And the bureaucracy and the, like, no, you can't self-destruct. Like, like yeah. please. Like, <laughs> that's like, why he wanted to kill himself so bad. And I was like, yeah, damn, But, like, relatable. the bickering, like, all all of that. And right. it just, like, turns the tone on its head just a little yes, bit and it, is delightful. And like, especially keeps it from being co- as cool as he initially seems well, to be. he's yeah. kind of introduced as a, a horror villain to some extent. Like, the, the, the way the he's sort of shot as like barely talking as he's like yeah. I can take you in hot mm-hmm. or I can take you in cold which we were talking about we thought oh, yeah. cold meant dead and hot meant alive and then Jennifer's like wait the carbonite is like and now it's I have no idea carbonite. and then I was like wait does he if he kills them does he just throw them in like a sack in the back Maybe of his he puts them in the, the carbonite and then it preserves them <laughs> it's like you're always going to be cold you're going to be are cold, you be cold well, in the yeah <laughs> so we're talking about Hersha Sands the fish the mithral is the uh, mm-hmm. the species and he kind of, oh. I, I would argue, I wonder, would he have let him just chill out if he had just sat back and right. shut up? <laughs> That's I think he would have let him. Yeah. I, I feel like carbonite is probably pretty expensive. So, like, if he yeah. could just hang out and not mess stuff up, yeah. then it's like, why yeah. not? Um, can we also please for a moment talk about uh, uh, Mando's open your toilet in his spaceship? <laughs> no door in front of it. Space Very plane. upsetting. It didn't yeah, like it's, that. He's, he's, it's a bachelor ship. Yeah. It's a bachelor ship. And I it, mean... It, you no privacy there. This is Lone Wolf finds Young Cub, the, the trope. Uh, yes. Sh- the show. So a lone wolf would definitely, you know, he would just eat a can of beans and then sit on his weird space toilet, <laughs> yeah. whatever, and go about it. But the way that, like, uh, Horatio is talking about going to Life Day. And, and, and that and, was good, very good to me also. And, uh, Thank you for bringing up Life and Day. And I feel like I've never heard a Star Wars character speak, like, 
us. Yeah, <laughs> right. true. Uh, the only phrase I can think of is anachronistic, uh, which is right. definitely not the right word. But well, uh, just like uh, a real person. He, real. he wasn't talking about anything of import. Right. And I think it's, you know, in this is where I'm really excited to see Star Wars develop through television. Because when you're in a movie, sure. you don't have time to have people just, like, shoot the shit. Or, like, <laughs> right. Everything waste is very time. Important. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. like, all of your scenes have to be the right length to move the plot forward. And for this one, they wanted to get across that this guy just kind of talked a lot. So yeah. he yeah, just yeah. talked a lot. Yeah. And... Rambled. <laughs> I do feel like Horatio said, like someone, I, I, I feel like there's a tweet sometime where someone was talking about how Ben Affleck can't be in like period pieces because his face knows what a cell phone is. And I feel, <laughs> and, and I feel like Horatio Sands has that yes. voice. It's yeah. like, you don't belong in this universe. Right. Because like, I'm just thinking back to like when you first meet like Obi-Wan Kenobi in A New Hope and he's like, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Like just the way they talk. It's like, whereas... Right. Blue Man is just like, hey man, what's up? I'm right. here in the space but station. I, I do also think that it works for the scene and for the character, yada yada. yada. Oh yeah, yeah. Bad, it's because it's like, just funny. I'm a I'm a I'm a dirt ball that I'm ran away. Right. Like, oh hey. shit, yeah. I'm I'm a fish out of water. Maybe literally, I don't know what <gasps> He's type a of fish speech. Man. Oh, it's him. <laughs> <clears throat> Not cool, man. Wow, so rude. But then he gets thrown in, and then he goes to meet uh, Carl Weathers, and he yes. does. Yeah, there's, there's these certain actors that we didn't we don't see a lot of, and you're like, why? What happened? I uh, yeah, I was calling that guys like you're like oh it's that guy like yeah. they're in like lots of stuff. But I mean we see Carl Weathers every day in meme format and we don't think about it. <laughs> has, Star, has Carl Weathers been in Star Trek? He must have. We see his arm. We see I his don't arm. think so. But I, I just been. adore Carl Weathers. When he popped up on screen, I punched my husband's leg hard <laughs> and was like, "It's Carl Weathers." <laughs> um, I mean, Carl Weathers, bitch. Punch. I mean, he's a character in Arrested Development, and part of the joke is that he doesn't get work. And um, yeah, he's hilarious. Right. He can make a stew. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, he's he's hilarious and amazing. In it, but, yeah, you know, it's kind of playing on. He's not an actor that gets a lot of work. Yeah, but yeah, I mean. His character being developed throughout these first two episodes, mm-hmm. and maybe the third one, who, I don't know. Who could say? We, not us. Um, it, he he too feels very distinct in a way. He he feels different enough from the way that Han Solo sits. You know, Han, the way Han Solo sits is Han Solo's energy. Mm. And he yeah. has a, a similar vibe of, like, I sit here and project. This is my booth. This is like, my if booth. anyone tries to sit in Carl Weathers' booth, right. they're... They're gonna get thrown right out. Exactly. That everyone knows that's his booth. Exactly. So, but he, that being said, it's not you know another because Star Wars is littered with you know uh, uh, rent a Han Solos that are like <laughs> diet Han, Han Solo, which is Damn. whatever. Some are cool. Dash right. Rendo is cool. Yeah. yeah, he's not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> he's just I, he's just a different. I Han Solo. appreciate so much how how Mando like walks. Oh, yeah. He carries himself and, like, the way that he always takes out, you know, off his rifle in the same way. Yeah, yeah. The way that he'll, like, walk down a ramp. In, somehow it's in a distinctive yes. way. Like, um, and the energy that he projects is very, it's almost uncomfortable. Yes. No. Like, it's Perfect. not that it he is. looks cool. Very, very, very Even though he he does extremely look cool. Yeah. But he's like, there's the economy of movement, but also, you know, as though he doesn't really belong anywhere, I, even I think, when he's yeah. alone in his ship. 
I think his vibe is, please do not talk to me. I do not yes. want to have a conversation. He has his earbuds in. Yes, right. extremely it's, it's earbuds so, in. It's like the whole, it's this weird thing of, it's almost like no confidence in himself, whatever, even though he right. could beat the shit out of everyone yeah. in the room at the same time, probably. But he has no, I don't know, he, and he would do it if he was threatened. But it, he, yeah. he's, like that uncomfortable, like you said, is so perfect because he's just. I, I think it's also like I get the vibe of him that he is obviously trying to push down some motions. Some stuff. Uh, <laughs> via constantly doing fight time and bounty stuff. Right. And I yeah. think there's plenty of um, strong, silent type characters that we can point to. But I, I think you're totally right. There is an anxiety to him. Yes, that anxiety. Is, that is, is a good. Is unique. And I, I pray to the Star Wars gods above that a hot lady touches his hand and he kind of like shirks himself up or something like that. Right. A very that, stereotypical. That like Mr. Darcy Jolt. Yeah. Oh man. Where he's just yeah. like, I'm not cool. I can't take my hat off. It's, it's so interesting too that you can pick up on the things that really bother him and the way that the show layers those in. So yeah. not wanting to accept Imperial credits, yes. not wor- wanting to work with droids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that that kind of, I don't know if that, if we can count that as a full quote unquote character arc by the end of the episode, but um, I'm actually kind of curious why they even threw it in the beginning. Cause we didn't get that much out of it with the IG unit. Um, at the end, it was just kind of like, yeah, not that bad. Maybe to make the choice of him shooting the, the IG unit be more impactful. I'm not too sure. Mm -hmm. I do think in this, uh, this episode, there was a few, um, things that was like, I don't really know why you told us this. And then you didn't really show us anything else about it. If like, I want to, I kind of am praising the episode for doing some things and then, criticizing it for doing the exact same thing. Well, right, because that, to me, I like just little details that are not for a specific reason, just to give you a more rich understanding of the world. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm i I'm down with that. And maybe, maybe these things will come up later and be more important. Who's to say? Yeah. Pat, what do you think? Well, I like, uh, one of the things I wrote that I really enjoyed about it is the, like his dialogue is so minimal and he's doing so much with so little uh, Pedro is as far as telling us who this character is the few times he does talk he's uncomfortable and awkward but he also has these quips to let you know mm-hmm, this is a right. person who in a, in another circumstance if he had in such a shitty child like upbringing or life yeah probably like a lot of fun or maybe just very right. funny person because he says uh, like when it's like four on one at one point he says I like those eyes uh, yeah yeah and that then, was great uh, with uh, Quill, the is it Ugnot? Yeah, um, I gonna, think I think. Don't who, yell at me if well, so I'm wrong. That's Ugnot who feels he right. says he's going to help him, and he's helped everyone, and they've all died. And he goes, well, yeah. then I don't think I want your help." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's it's little things like that where it's like, oh man, there is some, there is a much more animated yes. person in here that has been like Jennifer you were saying pushed down just because of he has been dealt just a pile of shit. Yeah. His yeah, life circumstances yeah. have made him in a way. Like, I get the feeling that if you got, a, got like, three whiskeys in this guy, oh, man. He, would, he just never stopped crying. He would <laughs> no, he he drink them. He'd have stories. to, like, pour them up. Oh. <laughs> that's, I mean, I have so many I have a lot of helmet questions, culture, actually. And that's, like, yeah. I have so many yeah. logistical questions Let, about Let's save those for the end of next yeah, episode. Yeah, that's for later. Yeah. More things. Um, yeah. I did like that um, uh, we get... 
I, I'm, I hesitate to say we get a little more background of what's happening. This is set roughly five years after Return of the Jedi. Is that what I think everyone that's, believes? That's my understanding. Five yes. years after the fall of the Empire. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he, he he has like a, a throwaway line that's like won't cover fuel these days. Talking about the bounties mm. being offered. And I'm kind of curious if that's supposed to be like, oh yeah, sure, the the rebels overthrew the empire, but now you know the the price of gas went up, and, right? Like know, everything's right. kind of still fucked and, up, and they're still um, in a different way now. Yeah, the empire's still around. Maybe they're just a little weird. Yeah, there were a lot of stormtroopers around, which was kind of surprising. <laughs> I think well, mostly around Werner. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, I yes. think Werner, I've always clock. confused Lars von Trier and Werner Herzog there you for go. my entire life. I think I think I'm realizing that. They now. look pretty different. Okay. Yeah, they Tim. they um also function very differently in our society. <laughs> yeah. They they play different uh roles. <laughs> yeah. So- I liked that the stormtroopers, which that was a cool oh shit moment when the door yeah. opens right. and they're standing there. And because it's such an iconic uniform. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I like that they were kind of fucked up, right? Yes. Like it's after. Right. Their, I thought it would have been interesting if they had done something where it was still obvious that was it used to be a stormtrooper out uniform, but they'd done mm-hmm. something to disguise it a little more, painted yeah. a different color. Spray paint right? it. Like, <laughs> They're yeah. painting now. Just make it black or like do something with the helmet so it's a little. So it's like it's still obvious to us, to viewers, that's a stormtrooper armor. But it's it's kind of like, know, it's it's. It is a little weird. Not, they they're it's not there. practical armor. It doesn't seem yeah, to protect against any blaster fire ever <laughs> across any movie. Well, yeah, that's true. very stand. It's very attention getting. Yeah, you know what else I love that is the same. The door answering alien yeah. or whatever oh, yeah. that yeah, is. Yeah, it yeah. a robot? I definitely feel like it's an alien, even though it's definitely a robot. It talks. I mean, it, it seems like it has a sentience to it. Well, I mean, robots have weird sentience yes. in, in yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, I love that guy though. Yeah, that guy rules. Yeah, <laughs> I love oh, so Star Wars. Lang- like the languages, it's the most. Off- it sounds so. I love the cadence. Of yeah, the, yeah. The, yeah. All the all the different like the Jawas talking is so like yeah. its own oh, like wonderful. distinct thing. Oh yeah. So good. So So when he goes and and, and talks to Werner Herzog, um, he's Uh, wearing this uh, sort of like uh, imperial medallion, which that kind of is a wink. That's like, oh, these aren't just like mercenaries that found the armor and are using the stuff to be tough. It's like, no, he he is describing... Mm-hmm. To this, to this, whatever, um, and and so it, it's, it fortunately, I think, uh, got rid of any of the well, what ifs? Is he working for the Empire or not? And it seems like yes, right. he is. Yeah, and they bring up right. this idea of, hey man, I'll give you this best car, mm-hmm. which is right. a good. I love metal. him so much in that role. Yeah. I just love it. So, it's, I just, it's wonderful. I love his voice. So, yes. so good. So well, many. and you know, you can defeat the Empire, but you don't just like immediately cause all of the people who held mm-hmm. power in the Empire to just vanish. Especially right. in a, you know, in they a still world have this their network. They mm-hmm. still have their goals. Right. Yeah. Right. Because you have to imagine every single planet with a population center had like an right. Empire outpost yeah. for like. Well, think about all the rebels collection. that existed. So, like, of course, there's going to be the opposite. Like, of course, yeah. the Empire is still going to be hanging Do around think- doing stuff. Let's, let's get yeah. into the logistics of what he's looking for. So he's looking for something, a target that is 50 years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, discuss. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought like, it was a little weird that, like, the only real quote unquote criticism I have is that we had 
him learning to ride the blurg and not i wanted to see maybe i'm wrong but or maybe my opinion's wrong is that i wanted to see how he tracked down he got like four digits of the bounty number or whatever yeah, it is right uh chain code yeah yes uh but was you know he figured out the rest and it was a 50 year old bounty or whatever like that right i kind of wanted to see like how he tracked down a little bit because it's basically like oh i did it and here i am right. in well, blurred town the, like a, the tracking fob that they all had and these fobs man was, what the fuck is up with these what, fobs what, i have what questions are they tracking yeah what are they tracking i got questions I, I, the fobs i think i actually yeah. do i will say the fobs become a MacGuffin. It's very much yeah. I, I call it mega movie magic. We, I think Tim Lanning as a person has to drop the the fob magic. They yeah, just work. Just right. let it. It's a shorthand. It's just yeah. Who has yeah. I mean TV shows can't be longer than 36 minutes. So <laughs> Right. Yeah. So it's well, it's against the law, so yeah. that's just how it had to be. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't mind them not showing that because I mean I think the set says that okay, he's just a really good bounty hunter and like everybody knows right. that. Yeah. So like, eh, it's fine. Oh, it's one of those things where it doesn't bother me, but it, yeah, it stood out. Where it's, well, what is it, tra- like, what is the signal that, because it's picking up a signal. Well, what yeah, Jennifer didn't underst- understand the fobs until, uh, uh, for a while. I didn't. I was just letting that information wash over me, yeah, and I didn't really yeah. care. Because in the second episode, and, you know, this this first episode that we are doing of Mounting Bunnies is episode one and two, uh, uh, so we might accidentally dip into episode two a little more than we would have normally, but there's a moment where, uh, when he gets attacked, uh, one of the fobs drops, drops on the ground, and the way that it's, like, shot is very much like an old war movie when a right. grenade falls in the foxhole. <laughs> mm-hmm. and that looks at each other. That's, that part confused me really badly because he's like looking at it and I was like, is he thinking of like leaving it behind or something? Right. Like what are they trying to telegraph yeah, with yeah. this yeah. Scene? I think he's wondering how many different people were sent yeah. after the package. Yeah, that because yeah. he knew it was at least two. Um, and now he's starting to realize that there are basically others. however many bounty hunters were available at the time, they were all <laughs> trying to find yeah. this yeah. little dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I'm I'm very curious to figure out more if we do. I mean, we may never know exactly what they were planning to do with it. What's well, yeah, maybe should we talk about the Yoda in the room? Like, I feel like we're there, <laughs> right? <laughs> He finds a baby Yoda. <laughs> I know. Yes. Which, which uh, uh, a, per- a person that I follow on Twitter, JP Brommer, uh, who I think I think that's his handle, uh, calls calls it Yodita, which I love. <laughs> yeah. I-, I saw someone be like, "Um, it's not actually baby Yoda," because I'm like, "Shut up! It's baby Yoda." <laughs> we all know. You, yeah. you a fool. It's not it's, baby Yoda. Me a genius. I, it's baby Yoda. So. It's baby Yaddle. I couldn't watch the first episode for like a week after it came out. Uh-huh. So Jennifer kept being like, "Jane, I want to know how you feel about this one thing." Yes. And yeah. Everyone on Twitter, where I am, if anything, too active. Um, <laughs> They all will use like ROT13 yes. to encode uh-huh. uh, what, what they're talking about. So I would see like two four letter words that were just random letters that were just like being screamed <laughs> over and over again. I was like, okay, there's something that is two four letter words that everyone is That's losing hilarious. their minds. So over. yeah, I, this I, has I was been reading the, the gif of Jonah Hill for, when he's like screaming. <laughs> yes, yes. About like every time this thing is on screen, I just yeah, it, I and can't. that was real. I was very, I, I'm a large boy, and it was like <laughs> I was very yeah. like 
my hands over my mouth and yeah. making like a high pitched noise. I have scared the cat so because we've watched these episodes now twice, and yeah. I have scared the cat so many times by right. sh- shrieking when the baby is on screen. When we watched yeah, the so first we- episode a Sorry, second time, ahead. I was literally like. What did we do when we saw that? Like when we saw the back, I lost my entire fucking mind. I think I, I, th- I think I was like, "Is that a Yoda?" Um, yeah. And it, 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 from a cultural touchstone, the baby Yoda thing was one of the mo- more interesting spoiler gates in like that <laughs> I, I've seen recently. <laughs> yes. Of like people just couldn't, ho- hand, like, they hold couldn't, back. they couldn't hold it in. Because I think right. I really think baby Yoda is a capital S spoiler and something that it's a huge spoiler. <laughs> yeah. My, my friend, yeah. uh, John, which I actually want to have on the podcast at some point, uh, our friend, John, um, he's a, he has a, a Yoda ice cream tattoo. It's really, really it's good. It's really good. Uh, where Yoda's he has, face is he has several Star Wars tattoos, yeah, right? Does, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I was, he's like, yeah, I just have to be strong. I, I, it's really bad. Um, he's, he's still in school. It's like, all right, I got to get through like finals and whatever. Uh, and I, we're kind of like, John, you might just want to watch episode one. Yeah, just get do it. Out it. Of the way. <laughs> You're going to get your ass spoiled. Yeah, and then like two yeah. days later, everyone's like, all right. I kept myself pretty contained. I was, yeah, I was so surprised how quickly. People have no self-control. Like, yeah, I wasn't spoiled for it. And I was, it was a full week. So did wow. You, Shout out mute, to the internet. Did you mute the Mandalorian? I just wasn't really online mm. that's okay. the way to do it yeah because <laughs> i saw also zero i, I want to like and... give a shout out to everyone on my timeline for like being chilled <laughs> good because, job oh, yeah. everyone yeah that was i unfollowed uh, someone because they posted about it well damn. i wanted to unfollow them for a while and, then... <laughs> and that was the last <laughs> and then straw. It was a pretext you're just like but, thank like, you for my excuse yeah. goodbye yeah but so this you know the mandalorian he's tracking down this quarry, you know, 50 years old. So you think it's going to be just like a guy. Yeah. Another, another then, fish man. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. you're like, okay, what from the prequels could it be? I hope it's, it's a Gungan. <laughs> yeah, it's Jar Jar. <laughs> God. <laughs> if it was Jar Jar. They break old, into. You, let's. <laughs> what about if it was a baby Jar Jar? And let's have the conversation of what we would have. And this, I think like, it everything was brave is the same, to have Jar Jar. A 78 year old Jar Jar. I think that's good. He's actually. still in the, the baby ball. Still pretty racist. <laughs> oh, no. I, I think the canon on where Jar Jar ended up is that he became a clown. Oh, really? <laughs> Yeah, but I, I think I looked it up. Like at a, one like, point. A, like a, he was just um, a clown who was beloved of all of the oh children. My, like a court and he was like, okay, what? wow, That's he's fun. the the butter bumps of the yeah. Star Wars universe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, not knowing when you're watching episode one, not being entirely sure when everything's set. It's like, okay, maybe it's five years, maybe it's ten years, maybe it's fifteen. It's like, okay, now what is fifty years ago? And. <laughs> That end, man, like of just him putting his feet. Oh, I lost my mind. The, the little hand, yeah, and coming not, up. And the reason it was why just like they touch uh, hands, they touch feet. No, no. He, so, and what one thing Yoda does not have a species, right? That was because that was right. the first thing I did was I went and googled like what is Yoda's species. Yoda? That's yeah, it. it's not named. Right. I only know of three Yoda. Yodas. There's Yoda, yep. there's Yaddle, and then there's like fake Yoda from the Knights of the Republic, which is just okay. like uh, right. uh, a different but green Yoda. talking about timelines, I think we were discussing this before we started recording. 50 years before, you were saying Padme and Baby Yoda are the same age, which- Just about, yes. Just about. <laughs> so, I think that definitely puts us firmly- Yaddle was in the prequels, correct? Yeah, she's in episode one of Yaddle, Yoda, in the same place- 
Yell Yoda fucked and made Baby Yoda done. Yeah, they had an <laughs> argument whether or not Jake Lloyd could be uh, a a Jedi, and then it got <laughs> and heated. then they boned, and, and they they're boned. like, "Well, fuck, who's gonna watch this baby for one hundred years until it <laughs> like, grows I up?" I know. Yeah, we'll get a militia. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing makes no sense to me. Yoda's at all, like, but... I would literally rather die than watch a baby. Yeah, Goodbye. So, we, so he goes to Blurg <laughs> so Town, in... <laughs> and then oh. we meet Nick Nolte, yes. and he has to learn how to ride a Blurg. Uh, which is, again, whatever. Another note that I have in, in my notes from this episode is that Star Wars is, the Star Wars universe is home to the most horrid creatures. Oh, yeah. They're all yeah. so yeah. disgusting and they look like tadpoles, like, uh, not, like 90% of yeah, the time. Yeah, I, yeah. When, I, when I saw I the trailer, it. I was like, oh, we're going to see some cool do-backs. Uh, I, yeah, I'm surprised we haven't so seen a do-back we're, yet. We're blurred, Was maybe. this Tatooine? This planet. <laughs> no. I don't think so. I think, no. Not enough. Not so enough Jawas D-backs. are interplanetary? I guess. Damn. Yeah, I think there are other places, too. We've seen yeah. such as... I mean, I don't know if they can <laughs> transport themselves. <laughs> There's but... their sand crawler just goes... <laughs> 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 it just shoots off right into space. <laughs> yeah, like uh, Poochie going back to his planet just lifts off. <laughs> like, yeah. So there is, oh, like, a, a at some point in, like, Jedi history... They made or acquired what is effectively a USB stick of all of the Force-sensitive children in the universe, which is how they go and, like, basically take them and bring them back to the Jedi Temple when they're still babies. Oh, boy. Wait, what? Like, wait, what? (laughs) Is this, like, the hit show Heroes where the guy uses the Human Genome Project to find all the heroes? I I couldn't tell you, but I do know that, like, the Jedi would keep track of all of the force sensitive infants. Oh boy. Because the idea mm. is that they that basically That sounds like a thing they would do. And yeah. get them and bring them back. But it wasn't and then, no way that that could be used for ill. Oh <laughs> well, yeah. Well and and it totally was. Like I think at one point in Clone Wars Palpatine was trying to like get the babies and basically brainwash them so oh, he could no. have like evil He's yeah. like a, he's biggest yeah. Sith babies. Now Palpatine's yeah. bad, right? I think he's a bad guy. That's a controversial opinion. <laughs> Let, let's hear both sides. <laughs> uh, so, so at this point, it, as of the end of episode one, we I, I can't assume they're doing anything good with Baby Yoda because we know it's going right. to Empire, dude. Everything that Werner says is dripping with maybe malice maybe menace uh, a- menace uh, the doctor dude the doctor dude that walks into the room i do think i didn't notice this the first time really but he does actually seem like genuinely concerned for right. the, the baby's welfare when he's like hey man you bounty hunting is a complicated profession so if you need to bring the come specimen, on so do it, do it <laughs> the doctor's like no. no bounty hunting is Your a complicated profession <laughs> good actually quick work <laughs> of obtaining the asset <laughs> i was a german miner so you know there you go. yeah uh and then the doctor is like yo but totally bring it in please please bring it in alive uh i thought the fight at the mercenary camp or whatever in the valley uh was really cool mm-hmm. uh it was at- such a western fight yes. which i love have you guys seen the the movie way of the gun Mm-mm. yes uh, Ryan Felipe and Benicio del Toro yep. is in it, mm-hmm. and there's basically it's basically this scene uh, at the end of it. Uh, they it's like yeah, it, and that movie is a throwback to western. So uh, yeah, it's yeah. like the cowboy rides in, and then everyone's coming at them from everywhere, 
as his his spurs going and then all of a sudden <laughs> this ig is like hello everyone I, i'm here yes yes i will shoot in a big circle my arms flinging <laughs> yeah. around the way that his thing moved it was like showing and and then mando's like can we come have a conversation over here yeah. about like the terms of how we're going to break down the reward and he's like no <laughs> <laughs> so good but you got like the rail gun yes which is a yes huge, like Western fight thing. Oh, you, yeah. I lose it every time that there's a balcony kill or someone tumbles yes! up. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, and the the IG stuff. unit, when he walks underneath the balcony, and just, you just see him go, his arms just yes! like go 90 Straight degrees up, up and yeah. shoots. Uh, and he so keeps good. on like clomping like a Disney robot, and then the guy just falls over. Perfect. It's it's incredible. And then they use a real gun on the door. Yeah. Which is so good. It just falls <laughs> yeah. and the silhouette was there. And they both look at each other like, hell yeah. Hell we're yeah. going to blast yeah. this door I, to hell. I do. Well, and then you think that it's going to be like a buddy thing, right? Like, right. I was completely convinced that like, okay, this is how he meets his robot companion. Yes. Yeah, because they introduced in the beginning, I don't want BBA. robots. This and, is a C- right. C-3PO. Right. And then he's like, right. oh, I think they're you're like not so bad. partners bit. Yeah. Yeah. And instead it just unexpectedly reinforces how alone this character is. Yes. Right. It can't be lone lone wolf and small cub if there's a zany robot. robot. <laughs> yeah. I I even the second time watching this when I knew what was happening was so stressed at the moment when the droid was pointing right. at the at Yodita. Our little I son. Yeah. Was <laughs> the internet's son. Yes. Yes. Like, the most important thing. I will kill you and everyone that yeah. I love to save Baby Yoda. And this yeah. is this is not like an opinion, like the opinions I had before, but I just love that robot so much that I wish he would have stayed alive. But you know what? He could be brought back. Probably. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, like IG-62 is like, yo, what up? You killed my brother. You killed my brother. I bet they could bring that one back. Prepare I mean, like, die. C-3PO has been like... Yeah. <laughs> so, do, do we bot? think yeah. that that all of the like people in that compound were just like also mercenaries who happened to have this very valuable asset, or do we think that they were protecting him? Like, did Mando just know. obliterate every like his caretaker? I, no, no. Is he killing good guys? No, no. I mean, Nick Nolte makes it pretty clear that they're baddies. So my assumption, so maybe they were like searching for who I to think sell that baby Nick Yoda Nolte to. just didn't want drama. On the <laughs> that is true yeah. too. That I is true too. Drama. Can you I think so, yeah. get the drama? So out he didn't of my want family. drama. But that being said, he escorted bounty hunters, and we know that bounty hunters don't necessarily have the best right. uh, 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 reputation yeah. in the galaxy. So I thought they were telling us that they were naughty. That being said, I honestly have no GD idea what's right. going on. We don't know for sure. I don't There's, think, yeah, I, don't, I, don't I don't think, think he knew that Baby Yoda was there until Mando brought it back. I think he just knew right. that all these bounty hunters and mercenaries kept coming to his valley and, fu- and just being yeah. illusions. He's like, you know what? If you guys, one of you wins, yeah, it's then you'll be over. Leave. That will be good yeah. for yes. me. Yeah. Me yeah. and my what were the creatures called again? Blurgs. 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 Me and my Blurgs. Blurgs my only Just female Blurgs because they may mate and kill their husbands. Yes. Um will be chill in this valley without mm, these rude asses over here. Yeah. yeah. So, There's part of me that feels like so okay, um getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. I know we know that Baby Yoda has force powers, right? Yeah. Yes. So Baby Yoda can tap into the force to do stuff such as like the telekinesis yes. and the, you know, throwing things, levitating them, whatever. So can Baby Yoda also like do like Jedi mind tricks, <gasps> like control people? Like God, did not. those people in the uh, compound have like 
Baby Yoda wow. Toxoplasma. Yeah, there was this frog. Where, where, where they just like love Baby oh Yoda God. and wanted to protect him. He gave that to us. He gave yeah. it to he all that of to us. America. Yes. Yeah. And he couldn't do it to the droid because it's a droid, but he gave it to Mando. I can find no, no Mando's fault. no, this is no just, heart of stone. I also That'd like be... the idea of Baby Yoda like doing Baby Yoda mind tricks, like, let me eat the frog. Let me eat the frog. Yes. I want it. <laughs> I, my, well, my headcanon is that much like Magneto, uh, Baby Yoda powers don't go through Beskar steel, so he can't. Uh, mm, it's like okay. a Faraday cage. Yeah, so exactly. He's, he's safe in there. He's safe in there. But, but the everyone idea else, that Baby so Yoda's much. bad, actually, and then Warner's <laughs> no, like, not he's a, bad, bad, but like just powerful. No. That's what I was gonna say. What if it, that's gonna be the big twist? Is they wanted him because he was gonna be the new like crown leader yeah you have no idea how he's evil this creature in in like 600 years when he's a teenager yeah Yeah. oh my god teen yoda what's her name oh my god gianna carano is it gina gianna uh when she's introduced when is she coming here episode eight uh with baby yoda's like she's like i'm sorry mando i have to shoot you now and and yoda's like Yoda gonna Yoda, you know. Yeah. What I mean? never I, good. I'm sorry, but I now I'm thinking about Teen Yoda, and it's like the worst thing no, I've thanks. ever thought about. No thanks. No, oh. we don't want that. We don't Sir, want- you're 300 that. years old. Go to your room. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that that just about brings us to the end of the first yes. episode, yeah. which ends with like them, you know, doing a little like teeny fingers. Yes, a little ET touch. They didn't have to do that. They didn't have to do that, but they did it for but me. But they did it for yeah. us. Yes. <laughs> And I thank them for it. Thank you, Disney, yeah. Big Corp. Uh, we should probably give a huge shout out to the music because. Oh yeah. Well, we're gonna are, we're not ending the ep right. Well, now. I'm saying like the. I, th- yes. I think it would be. What, I don't know. This is the, the first time we we saw the ending credits and then the. Oh my god! Yes, like the so good. The, um. Uh, oh my gosh! What am concept I? art. Yes, the concept art as the like outro stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the 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 score for this is incredible. It's yeah. not John Williams. Um, it's a different dude. <laughs> I've I love it so much. I have done some writing to it over the last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's the same guy who did the score for Black Panther. That rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. That that instrument, if you're curious, because I was, is a <laughs> bass recorder. A bass recorder. He, every he tried five different record woodwind recorders to try and get like the sound he wow. had. Yeah. It's kind of like it's one of those things that you assume an instrument a, a lay person would understand, but yeah, it is sort of other uh, in a way. Uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, that, and it's got those like western stands yes. in it. Oh, so good. Just it's so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, let's uh, uh, jet into episode two because episode two is pretty actually. Uh, uh, not as dense. It's not as dense. The, 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 the plot is pretty egg focused. (laughs) (laughs) The plot is very much uh, Mando falling in the dirt. (laughs) Mando in the mud with a horrid, horrid egg. Oh my god, it's so funny. (laughs) The most cursed egg of all time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, so, and this was actually the episode where I was like, are these all going to be wildly different lengths? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because, Mm -hmm. It it only really tells one story over the course of it, and what a story it is! Oh man, so, so. I love that. That's one of my favorite. That's I love that the, all the, the three episodes that are out are thirty nine, thirty two, and thirty seven minutes, yeah. respectively. And I love that they're like 
no, we're a streaming platform. And it's it's, it's so yeah. funny because it seems so obvious, but other people haven't got... Because even yeah. in, like Netflix exclusives still kind of all stick to a... That 30 minutes. It's a 50-minute yeah. show or, or yeah, an hour. Show. We, we had times where all the shows were still like 52 minutes and 28 yeah. minutes. Yeah. And they were like, oh, wait, right. we can be 30 minutes now. Yes. We can be yeah. 60 minutes now. And I it's, was like, no, we can be 60 They're telling... The story that, like, yes. the piece of this story yeah. will take yes. this much time. I so can't wait till the they drop an episode of The Mandalorian that is uh, 85 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mandalorian, you know, season two, episode three is six minutes long. Like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Yoda's stuck in the bathroom. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> it's just baby Yoda. Like, he, he locked, you know, Mando out of the ship. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Baby Yoda ate one of the, the tracker fobs and he has to get it out of him somehow. <laughs> but he's so big in there that he it's like a, a void zone. Mando learns to change Baby Yoda's yeah. diaper with his armor <laughs> hands. Oh, another thing I want to say about Baby Yoda and anyone being like, well, actually, they dressed him like Baby Yoda. He looks he like, looks Baby, like Yoda, Baby Yoda and he wears yeah. Yoda garb. Uh, there's no probably, other word to describe him. Right. There's like, no other word. He doesn't have a race. Or, um, yeah. Yeah. Species, the species, yeah. Uh, he's, he's just a Baby Yoda. He's just a Baby Yoda. He just is. And he he might be the same species as Yoda. He might be. Uh, do, you, do you want to spend? Uh, do you want to do this now or later? Do you want to spend some? Let's save it for later because we can get into accidental spoilers at the end of mm. next episode. Yeah, yeah. 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 But like yeah, some people yeah. were like, when this first episode came out, it was like, oh, is he a clone or whatever? Right. Like that. But we, we can get that later. don't know. Don't as know. of episode two, again, the main thing we found out in episode two is about this horrifying egg. Yes, <laughs> that's yep. the main focus okay. of it. So episode opens. Um, it's Mando walking through a gorge uh, <laughs> with blurred. his little no blur baby Yoda floating oh, bassinet, the Yoda ball, which. I swear it looks so much like in a video game, like a little cosmetic item that would yes. be like bopping uh-huh. behind you. Oh my you. god. Yeah, the Star Wars uh, Old Republic game is definitely going to get you, let you have a pet Baby Yoda. Yeah. Oh, for sure. It's also like for a Pokeball sure. kind of. It is if you kind think of like about po- it if you like think that. About it. Yeah, it's, it's also, <laughs> and therefore Yoda's a Pokemon. It's also kind of like Case uh, closed. Uh, Moses in the River, if you think oh, about it. Oh, it's so it. true. Yeah. And there's just so many shots of Baby Yoda looking at the world. Yes, mm-hmm. with like this expression that you can't really read, but just like you know, taking it all in. Yeah, and the tiny like, hairs no, upon and, his. And Baby ears. Yoda has this like uh, almost like scowl face when he's like looking at something. <laughs> yeah, yes. which made it's me so good. Uh, like an extreme inverted like you uh, uh, or an N, I guess. Yeah, uh, and it made me think like so. Has Baby Yoda been in Baby Yoda Pod for like quite some time? And he hasn't seen things. <gasps> the idea oh. of these, what I, 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 this is a little bit of, uh, I, I, I my short shorthand is make a movie magic of like movies use shorthand right. to do blah blah blah. So I kind of thought that the people quote unquote protecting Baby Yoda um, were dressed up as naughty uh, boys and girls mm-hmm. so that when yes. we saw them we weren't thinking like oh are they the, the cursed thralls right. what, if just, right. what if it was just like, like a bunch if, of like nursemaids like and a yeah. man just <laughs> slaughtered they're them all they're wearing pink scrubs yeah, yeah. Like, no 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 right. he's very delicate stop shooting yeah. machine guns yeah like door. if this was in a monastery with a lot of waterfalls <laughs> yeah like, they were like eating delicious fruits yeah. it would be like okay yeah. probably okay. you're a bad guy for killing right. them yeah. right. but if, these were just like random Dusty dudes. Yeah, yeah like they were standing not, on roofs. They yes. were not yes. doing a po- they appropriate have been resistant playtime soldiers. with. I mean, Yoda. they could uh, just right. No, no, no. I, the, I, yeah. I, to me, it's still a question. Like, I, I would not be surprised if 
he's, you know, protecting baby Yoda and finally finds someone who knows what's going on. Oh, yeah. And they're like, okay, why did you kill all of the people who were protecting him? <laughs> they definitely him? did not look like the kind that would be like, okay, we're going to do a baby Einstein's with baby Yoda here. Yeah, we're he gonna had right. no rattles. Yeah, and... he didn't have enough um, stimulus. No, no, honey. Yeah. No, uh, no maybe, maybe he's not a baby Yoda. Maybe that's just what they look like. And the reason that he's not talking and eating frogs is because he's been in an orb for 50 years. <laughs> well, okay, so if, it, if it's stretched out and it's proportional and he's looks like kind of still like an infant, yeah, it's taken 50 years. If it's in like a real human baby it, who's also that age, he spent 40 of those 50 years asleep. Yeah, <laughs> that's, right. a, that's a good yeah. point. So maybe yeah. less traumatic yeah. for him than we were imagining. Yeah. It, I mean, and the show tells us so little about things that right. obviously our, our brain goes to well, is we kind of got to accept some shorthand here. Or yeah, there, right. You know. Uh, and it's just, it's, he's so cute. He's so you know? fucking cute. Jesus so Christ. So freaking cute. But yeah, Mando in the gorge, <laughs> he gets attacked. I like this moment because they're walking and you see this shadow behind them. And then you see and in it, his. Yeah, in his visor or in his, his helmet, helmet yeah. you see the reflection and it's like, uh-oh, you're about to get dropped on. Trandoshan. Yeah. yeah. And I do like. Which, I was going to say, they showed them, they were in the cantina when he got the job, like, mm-hmm. eyeing him up. Yeah. And the the yeah. camera yeah. lingered I did not them notice them that. in the first episode for a little bit longer. Yeah, I'm glad that like, you uh, said that, because I was curious, I meant to, when I rewatched episode three, see if they were in the cantina again, because they looked oh, the same, and I, I was I was like, oh, well, maybe they didn't have the budget. Like, oh, you wear Carl's suit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, I think they actually had the same axes and stuff like that. And then there's my, my favorite bit, I think it's right after this which is him sitting and he's soldering <laughs> and he's wounded and baby yoda keeps climbing out of yes. his little egg yes! and toddling him. over and like trying to touch him and he's like no no <laughs> and like but putting him back dangerous for baby yeah, yeah. Like he's trying to heal him or something right and, yeah and it's playing with the viewer in a way that's really fun is that we know this is a baby Yoda. That's what it is, a baby Yoda. <laughs> right, right. And, and when when he reaches out with his horrid clawed hands, uh, the music swells. Right. He's like, get <gasps> ready, motherfucker. He's going to force his arm healed. And he's like, stop it. <laughs> and throws him in the, in the back of the Could you imagine like, like, if you had hurt your arm and then your friend's kid like, like kept climbing out <laughs> of, of its high chair to just try and touch the wound? <laughs> And I don't believe that the first frog that he ate was later in the episode. So, you know, his grubby yeah. frog. This guy, him. he's eaten a frog before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. But I also love that this means that, like, and we see it a little bit, that, like, Baby Yoda can get out of that thing at any yes. time. Yes! He just chooses to chill out yes, there yeah. because it's cozy. He's a man of culture, Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, uh, later when, because, uh, yeah, he uh, he heals himself a little bit. He's all messed up um, uh, from being fighting a little bit and then uh when his ship gets got from the jawas uh and he <laughs> blasts him with that banana pancakes gun he has yes. his I omni gun, gun his spear gun it's his- like a gun it's like a taser yeah. um i call it for for those of you anime fans at home the spear of longinus like from evangelion uh it looks exactly <laughs> like that um and it's th- pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, and then as he's chasing down the sand crawler, that fucking bassinet just jets. <laughs> oh, it's so fa- I was like, is this safe? Is he buckled in? I hope someone does fan art of of uh, uh, Mando fl- uh, like mounted on top of that thing with 
uh, Baby Yoda like pointing and Give him hunched, like flying yes. on it super fast. I just want to see like a pod racing thing, and then like the little like Baby Yoda. <laughs> little, 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 little yes, he's like way, yeah. way in. Oh, in two the Baby Yodas with a, a, a <laughs> pod in the middle. Yes. <laughs> oh, take uh, that, Sable. Um, I love that Jawas are still horrible goblins. Yes, in in five years past, yes. Jawas seen. are kind of my favorite. I love them. Anything they're like little, just. Terrible rats that scream <laughs> yeah. and steal. And they have glowing I, red eyes and don't trash. know what their face looks like. I would give anything to know what a, a Jawa looks like in the buff. Please. You'd never be the uh, same that's again. That's really funny that you say that, Tim, because as you say that, I am I was already just hit search on Jawa without hood. Jawa nude! Just so satisfying about him shooting them with that gun and just like the robes flying yeah. everywhere. Uh, you know what I'm I bet the reason why his gun vaporizes people is because, like, we can't show what's inside a, 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 <laughs> no a Jawa costume. This. So when he shoots, you know, someone, like a not. human later. It gets raptured. Yeah, they get, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, It's yeah, a yeah. rapture gun. It's a time gun. Ugh, man. Yeah, he has a very but, close call with the, the Jawa mobile. <laughs> Almost gets Well, crushed. and I love that the whole time that he's, like, climbing up the side of the Jawa mobile and they're, like, throwing trash and stuff, like... <laughs> yes. Baby Yoda is just like scooting behind like high speed. Yeah, and then it, as he's climbing, going to uh, what you were saying before of like the back and forth moods of of Mando, uh, he's just like grunting. He's like, "Stop it!" <laughs> and frustrated, not really getting hurt, but then occasionally getting bonked on the head and it hurts. Well, it's like okay, it's it's the whole thing of like, could you fight you know twenty two year olds or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> In this case, maybe not when they have the high ground and they and, have a Jawa mobile. Yeah, and they have guns. The right. Jawa slip is set a large RV. Also, is what yes. we're looking at right here. God, those um, things are so weird. I I love it so much. I'm very worried for their 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 Jawa mobile though, because it just feels like it would just tip over. Oh, I mean, you know, Jawas are you know. It, it looks like sweater. the Tesla truck. It looks like that's what I found. Did a tweet about this. It is. It is the. This is the the Jawa truck, the Tesla truck. Yeah, and I do love that. It's a show where they're showing how badass this lone wolf is, and, he's, and then he just gets his ass kicked by all these little children. He just gets bonked on the <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah, he finally gets to the top, and they all just pull out and, and shoot gun at at, uh, at him, and he goes fall, and it's very funny. Yeah. Yeah, these freaking Jawas, they will steal literally anything. I don't think we, I don't know if we specifically said it was, he's chasing them because they stole his yeah, part. Yeah, he, yeah. They stole his spaceship yeah. parts. Yeah. Because of course they, they do. They ripped apart, they, they janked his ride. That's their number my, one favorite My favorite thing, thing about that was how he was sitting in his ship and you could like see the outdoors. Yeah. Like he could feel the breeze <laughs> and he kept trying to turn it on. Like, buddy, <laughs> dude, this is not going to work. If you can take off, that's not a good thing. Yeah, like, what are you going to do? You can go into space. You're gonna get Baby Yoda's gonna be sucked out into the vacuum of space. Maybe he'll just go to his good buddy Nick Nolte, <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, well, he does. He does go to Nick Nolte. Yeah, and he's like, "You gotta go trade with them." And he's like, "What the fuck do Jawas want?" <laughs> well, they, well, Jawas no, no. only want one thing, and it's disgusting. <laughs> they require the egg. <laughs> I 
<laughs> Tim, you got a tweet. That's a tweet. <laughs> a screenshot of it. Yes. And Jawas want one thing that is disgusting. So a fun background thing about our friendship with Jane is that <laughs> Jane hates eggs. And we all I do. We all played oh. we played D and D in a group where I think everybody else loves eggs. Yeah, we're just a fan of D and D and a fan of eggs. We yeah. lo- but we were playing D and D one time and literally took an egg break and we're all just sitting around the table eating egg while Jane is trying to like <laughs> okay but we're forgetting that you chanted egg break <laughs> so, 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 so as I'm watching jealous. this scene where they're like egg egg egg, egg. I'm like I've been here yeah. I've, I know these people <laughs> Yeah, no, so we were playing D&D, and they just brought out a plate of eggs. <laughs> it's just proceeded to just sit there and, hard like... Boiled? Yeah, hard yeah, boiled. yeah, they were, like, soft-boiled eggs. eggs. And just, like, housing hard-boiled egg after hard-boiled egg while I sat there I, horrified. They were good. And, protein. And I liked it. You gotta, um, it's good for the brain when you're... But, like, the fact that the just were, like, chanting egg, egg, God. egg. Yeah. Such a weird show. And, like, of yeah. course... <laughs> Jawas are into this shit. Like you right. look at them, you just know. Like you guys are some little freaks. Yeah, like, I bet it tastes good. Maybe it was like a Cadbury because it was all soupy and it was, yeah, like, it was delicious. Well, because you, you're like, it, it was just that like they're like, can we have your extremely important religiously significant right. armor? No, no. Can we have your baby Yoda? No. <laughs> what else do we want that is that valuable? What else do the Jawa crave? Hair. Egg. I mean, <laughs> I'm here for it. I, I love food so much, probably too much. So I'm. This down. is a like, food podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are things I'm like, yeah, I would. Yeah. It, it, and I think the show plays with expectations a lot, and you know, it's you don't know what egg means, and as it. <laughs> right, cause I, yeah, because I definitely was thinking like, okay, this is like maybe it's got powers to it. Yeah, it's a rare <laughs> monster. They're, they're going. Egg they want to eat. No ceremony. Whatsoever. They're going to nope. sell this egg and... to a Jabba warlord. Nope. It, they just fucking want to get their grubby they paws inside. Put their hands in with the bucket. The raw ass egg. God. It's so what are what is that thing called? It's a mudhorn. Mud mud I felt yeah. bad for this thing. I didn't think it deserved yeah. to die. Mama, Mama mudhorn. It was just protecting its horrid egg. Yeah. God, it was so funny though when he went in and then it cut to the <laughs> exterior and you just see him in here and there there's like all of the like blaster fire yeah. and the panic and baby Yoda's just watching but, from uh, outside. A very Star Wars <laughs> gun noise is going yes. on. Yes. Wild animals seem to be his weakness, though, because he fucks up people left and right. But animals, animals the blurg, yeah, and then, that's true. Uh, the mudhorn. Well, to see if that, that continues. Whatever that thing was that bit his ship out oh, of the yeah. ice. Was, yeah, he's got bad yeah. luck with uh, creatures. I hope. Yeah, I hope every episode is going to have some disgusting creature that he just it, gets oh, exasperated will. by. It will. Yeah, that just like knocks him flat on his ass. Yeah. His fight with the mudhorn was disgusting. It's and so it's, much mud. It was so and so gross. brutal. Yeah, like really yeah. just brutal, and you could feel every hit. Yeah, and he was getting right. It's sort of the obliterated. He'd already fallen off the Java mobile earlier today. It was like not. <laughs> yeah. He's he not got, doing great. He cut, got cut by lizard people. A gang of thirteen-year-olds yeah. stole his bike. <laughs> He's had a bad yeah. day. Mando, Mando and the no good, horrible, very bad day. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and I just seeing the way that his chest plate got like destroyed yeah. by the horn, it was it because that's all that we see of him. 
when it's so messed up that the entire silhouette of it yeah, is changed, right. it's like, he is not doing well. <laughs> right. It's the arm uh, uh, broken in a weird angle. Yeah. Except for, uh, yes, but for, yeah. for armor. Yeah. And yeah, he, he can't do anything to beat this this big uh, mad mommy. Yeah. Until and I, our, our number one best friend, Baby Yoda, is like, Daddy, let me help you. I gotta step thing. in and help. Man, that moment when he like sinks to his knees and he just has... Yeah. That like tiny knife, and you know that he knows that he's probably gonna die. It's like, ugh. Damn. And then. I sure did like The Mandalorian. It was a good <laughs> two episodes. <laughs> yeah, yes. I love it. Now it's just gonna be Jawas and this baby. Which I would also watch. Wait, no no question. Yeah. Could you imagine English. a baby Yoda just being raised by Jawas? By a ton of Jawas. He would probably take over that same Yeah, but he would definitely baby Yoda mind uh, tricks them. Yeah, I would be into that. <laughs> uh, and I also think it's interesting the, the way that he approaches the fight of very matter-of-factly the way that he does against any humans uh, or humanoids, I guess, whatever the term would be, and shows that he's not very, I don't want to say smart, or it's like uh, someone else would realize they're about to probably go into a beast den. And, and like, make, lure it out or something. Right, make a plan. <laughs> like, like uh, uh, the Witcher would figure something out. He would, yeah, like, it, ask about the, the mud horn or whatever. Like, he's using a hammer yeah. right. to yeah. do, like, a screwdriver job. Right, and it's yeah. sort of the, sort of, when you talk about, like, samurai before, it was like, oh, I will meet them in, in battle and go head-to-head type This situation. is honorable. Right. This is honorable. <laughs> right. And it's like that's that's a rhinoceros, my yeah, a big well, one. And so he so he has that yeah. grapple that he uses in really interesting ways in combat with like humanoids. Yeah. So like he'll grab them and drag them, and he'll do all kinds of mm. cool stuff with that. But then he does it to the mudhorn, and it just drags. <laughs> yeah. And it's like if you had thought about this for even one second, <laughs> yeah. bud, I wish- you would have known that that is not the. Like, like, what's what's step B? Yeah, what's the next? <laughs> He's like, uh... yeah. It feels like he doesn't ever have a step B. It's like no. I'll go in and kill it. He's this very methodical. Quarry. Yeah, yeah. He's methodical. He's like just uncomfortable in his own skin, and he's getting dragged through the mud by <laughs> L- uh, Ryan. Literally. Thank God he has that three-inch blade that's able to kill it. Kill it in the eyeball. Yeah. I was like, I don't feel like that blade's gonna go deep enough into its head to kill it, but okay. Yeah. Man. I mean, I guess... I guess he thing- hit the right part in the neck Which, or something. I kind of buy it, though, because his training in there, they are a war people mm, right. fighting with other people, like sentient people, right. so everything is... And yeah, they're bounty hunters, but they're hunting people. So right. everything is built around how is a higher functioning consciousness going to react? Right. right. How That's am I going to get the drop on five people or, you know? Yeah. The baby Yoda saves the day, lifts up big gross rhino, and then immediately is like, I'm going to take a big nap right now. I'm taking a big Good nap. Night. Yeah, I am outie. <laughs> Thank God that he ate that frog. Oh, man, he needed the energy. I hope he ate more. Fuel that he needed. I think about stuff like that all the time in any movie or show where someone is forced to care. Like, they're stuck with a small, like, an infant or a baby. Yeah. I'm like, that's a lot harder than you think it is. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's hard being in your home (laughs) with, like, a little baby and, like, trying to, like, travel across unfriendly terrain. And it's like... 
They need nourishment. They yeah. have teeth. Who's changing baby <laughs> Yoda's diapers? Everywhere. Like, like and, and I appreciate that the show just kind of hangs a lantern on that and is like, we're, we're never going to show you changing baby Yoda's diapers. Yeah. Like, he probably doesn't eat unless he wants to. He, finds he just kind of chills out and watches people do stuff. He probably like force, does like force magic to get his peas and poops out. <laughs> like Harry Potter? Yeah. Like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's possible that he has some sort of weird metabolism what with being a long-lived species who knows true right. listen not speculate upon <laughs> I mean, that frog was baby yoda's like bells size yeah. yeah although if if you know we don't speculate who will that's, that's so true. true that's so true i assume he's he's got it under control i feel he like de- yeah he, he definitely does harry potter peas and poopsie <laughs> he is older than all of us <laughs> yeah i hope that's, that's true. true. This, this is, is I mean, ba- Baby Yoda is a boomer. Oh my god! Uh, boomer Yoda! Boomer Yoda. Uh, that's my new gamer Baby tag. Baby Boomer Yoda. Yeah, then oh, him like him and uh, Nick Nolte built the ship, and we had a little moment with uh, uh, Mando showing a bit of his heart. Like, you're not half bad. I could use a, a crew member like you. And yeah, and he's like, no way. No way. I- <laughs> This is my valley. This is me. And my, I, I keep wanting to call them dugongs, and that is not what they are at all. They're blurgs. Blurgs. <laughs> I'm literally going to write it down because I can't remember what they're called. Blurgs. He's like, I have spoken. Yeah. I'm staying. He's cool. I hope we see him again, but I bet we won't. I bet we won't. Which I kind of like that, actually. I kind of like the episodic, yeah. like, like, we did, we did yeah, the thing. I hope he goes back now. there. He might, oh, yeah. What if he goes back there? Yeah. He might be. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I. I well, that's true. I hope that the droid comes back, but that character, it feels like he was wise in a way that the, that Mando needed access to right then, mm-hmm. but it feels like a point in time yeah. as opposed to like an ongoing right. kind of thing. I'm yeah. just kind of curious if they're going to have the, I don't know, um, power, the budget, the whatever, to keep having these um, uh, people drop in, these sort of... Yeah, I don't know. Cameos almost, really. I, I think they will. I mean, it's Disney. Yeah. Nah, and they are, true. Yeah. Is budgeted they have like a bajillion dollars. For and sure. also, like, if someone comes to you and is like, hey, do you want to be a super cool alien on Star Wars? Yeah. Like, hell yes, I do. Yeah, like, of course <laughs> I do. Disney, call me. <laughs> Disney. I do. <laughs> Disney, throw me in the mud. Two, two things. I mean, they got Werner Herzog. Yeah, which, right? Can we talk a little bit about his love of Baby Yoda? Yeah. Yes, he loved the Baby Yoda. <laughs> like, what was it? Because the article was talking about him, like, he kept talking to it like it was a real baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's just, like, the beauty of the craftsmanship of the, ba- the like, physical Baby yeah. Yoda with whom they were interacting with. Like, I think it just says so much about the design. Yeah. And, and also... You know, a lot of the prequels, it was all CGI. Mm -hmm. They had nothing Mm -hmm. to react to. Right. And surely that has an impact on the performance. Like, Werner Herzog (laughs) would not cry, you know, (laughs) if he was in the prequels. Because there was nothing there to see. They're looking at, like, a tennis ball. (laughs) Right. Yeah, it was in the early days where it was like, oh, they they thought they could do everything and you could do a lot. But, like... You still need a little bit of practical in there. You know... I'm curious if now they, they take classes on how to act and cry when you're looking at a tennis ball or <laughs> right. whatever. I'm sure. Yeah. Right. Or a but, person but they don't need to. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. The, the, the Tim green... Gunn in a no, green suit. No, it's the green man oh, from uh, It's Tim Always Sunny. that. Charlie. It's a day in acting class. They show up. The entire classroom is covered in green. The teacher's in a green light, in a green suit. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Cry today. at this tennis ball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, 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 the effects in this 
are so good that I kept looking at Ugnot Nick Nolte and being like, is Nick Nolte walking around on his like knees or is this all CG? <laughs> What's happening here? Yeah. It's just his I, voice, right? There's yeah, that's my assumption. It looks really good, I really good, want to though. see behind the scenes of Nick Nolte just, like, like walking down. Uh, uh, uh. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Speaking around. of having other actors, there is part of me that wonders how much of it actually is Pedro in the suit. Um, oh, because right. there is a lot of physical, like, acting choices in terms of how he walks, in terms of how he, you know, the combat stuff. Right. But theoretically, some of that combat has to be stunt people, I right? Would think. So, <coughs> yeah, and there's sure. no question, reason actually. why it has to be him in the suit. No. <laughs> you can't see anything. Yeah, but it, but also, if he he's not in the suit, like, enough no, of the time, then he's, he's not doing anything. And I think, mm-hmm. <coughs> how we were saying before, there's so little to the quote-unquote performance that you do start to see things in the way he carries himself and the way he sort of gestures and yada, yada, yada. So yeah, I'd assume I'd, I'd so. Bet we'd be surprised at how much it is him, maybe, just for that. Because yeah. he is a talented, a legit professional and a very talented actor. And, and things you were saying earlier, Jane, about this, it's so subtle. And I don't even think I could pinpoint it. Like, I don't even think I could show, like, pause the screen and say, right. there, right there. Right. It's just, it's just like, 30 seconds pass, I'm like, oh, I have the vibe. He's kind of, like, uncomfortable in his skin. Right. Don't ask me to explain it. <laughs> yeah. That's just the impression I got. Yeah. Because that's something that you – it's not an accident. And he's doing – he's embodying that. Like, he's taking that on himself. Right. There. Right. Yeah. Ugh, it's so good. Yeah. They, they they build the ship after watching the horrid jaws eat the stuff. <laughs> eat the egg. That <laughs> was so egg, upsetting. Egg goop. God, that was terrible. It was and then they, so goopy. They fly away. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's such a hard like. I can't believe this is a Star Wars. Well, I mean, Star Wars has always been goofy, but like this is the Star Wars that has blood and you know whatever. I, I but also, it's got the. Egg. It's also very <laughs> silly. Yeah. Uh, so- and there's eating it and then you know he leaves and it's it's we're on to another adventure yeah who knows what will happen who next? knows what will happen um do we want to go around we were we had talked before uh the podcast about doing a thing where we talk about a detail from the episode that we really liked do you want to go around and do that now or do anyone have any further thoughts about the app any more egg Man. thoughts <laughs> i just love this television program yeah it's so good. Yeah, I'm super, super into it. I, again, when Tim was like, we should watch Mandalorian, I was like, all right, fine. But now I'm I'm whole hog in. Whole hog uh, in. Whole hog in. Um, you're whole hog in and whole hog in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's that weird thing of when we first saw the Mandalorian announcement. It's like, okay, they're not going to do a Boba Fett show because Boba Fett never talks. So we're going to get the Mandalorian. And now that we get the Mandalorian, he also rarely talks. So it's But he like, does. he does talk... Some enough that you can have the show and like learn a bit about it. Right, him. right. I mean, well, Boba Fett still... talks a little bit too, but yeah, it's also the whole thing true. of like it. It's also just such an interesting view of of seeing it through episode one, where you meet all the other Mandalorians and they yeah. all have Boba Fett hats, and it's just and then the the the, the, the Smith has that Spartan looking. <gasps> Which I did not even talk about her. Oh my god! Oh, Mama so Mandalorian, good. call me please. The, the did, faction did, vendor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jennifer, did you call her? Who call her Mama Armor? Because I love. Oh, her. I think I maybe I did want, earlier. I want that to yeah. stick. I want that to stick. I feel like she might. I think that her character name might be Mother. Really? I think so. That rules. Yeah, um, just from poking on uh, IMDb, but it. Uh, she rem- she gave me big. Um, oh my god, my brain just broke. The new movies, Wendell and Christie. 
What's her name? Brianna Tarth? Phasma. Oh, Brianna It gave me get Big Captain Phasma vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's a... Uh, I did not expect to like this as much. As no, me neither. I I'm watched just, it. I'm like I just, it just threw it on. I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. It came out, and then uh, I was like, holy I'm shit! I'm also like this so, so weak yeah. to the like big dude, little baby, lone like, wolf, little yeah. cub. It is a yeah. good ass like, trope. Hard boiled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a trope that I has been something that I've liked because uh, I'm gonna. I, I've been like planning like a D and D character mm. around it, and I was looking at TV tropes for a long time. And then once w- this came out, everyone was like, "Oh God, are we getting another one? Hell's yes!" It's just like it's a one good of those perfect, immediately yeah. good things. It's incredible. S- speaking of Tim, I've already thought of so many ideas of taking a. You can have a character like a D and D character that's very Mandalorian, ba- like as inspiration. Yeah. But also, I think a campaign would be fun as fuck. Yes. Where it's like a bounty hunter oh my God, yeah, in D&D. Very would rich. Be a lot of yeah. fucking fun. Yeah. A fertile ground to play yeah, in. Yeah, for sure. So true. So I, I was looking forward to it. I actually wasn't especially looking forward to it until I saw Pedro in Prospect, which is a sci-fi movie mm. from a year ago or a couple of years ago. I just watched that like a Isn't month or two ago. Isn't it so good? It's oh, that's so what you were telling yeah. that you were telling me I need to watch that. Okay, that's on my yeah. Because I'm like I very mean, thirsty for sci-fi has, right now. He has the sort of like swagger space bounty hunter vibe that I assumed mm. would be in this show. Like I thought that would be this character, but he's so restrained and so like proper mm. and cerebral in like he's very inside his head mm. in a way that I didn't anticipate in this role. And I love I'm it. S- I, I, it's it's a movie I watched I love and I completely and I forgot. I'm so glad you brought that up. Jane, I gotta watch that ASAP. It, it describes something I really love about genre, so genre like sci-fi or fantasy things. Is some of my favorite content are ones that aren't the big grand save the universe mm-hmm. stories. Yeah. yeah, I love smaller stories. Yeah, in those worlds, in those genres, and like Prospect is very a very small story. But so done very well with very minimal resources. Yeah. So well. This is like, obviously they're alluding there maybe is a grander thing going yeah. on. Like grander right. But it still is not got, like but normal Star Wars things. Yeah, it's save the Yoda, save like the world. <laughs> in the wings, like in the back alleys of Star right. Wars. Yeah. Not, yeah. And I love stuff like that. It's like it's, uh, Cashin from Rogue One. Yes. Where you just got a hint of... The mm-hmm. other stuff that's going on. Yeah, is he gonna get his own show? I think <laughs> yes. yes. Which I will also. I that I will be super into because mm-hmm. I did oh, really is. love like Rogue before One. Before the events yep. of Rogue One, he's getting a show after. Yes. Which oh, it's after. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's yeah. It's after. And then there's also I think the Obi Wan. But yeah, I agree. I am so excited for you know exploring these smaller tales mm-hmm. in detail. S- smaller or when it's. A different kind of movie set in that world mm-hmm. where it's not right. just a superhero movie or a sci-fi right. movie like i said this before one of my favorite marvel movies is captain america winter soldier mm-hmm. because that is a spy thriller yeah. that just happens to take place yes. in yeah. a superhero yeah. world yeah that's my favorite marvel movie for that reason mm. well it was until black panther now black <laughs> yeah is my favorite marvel movie. so do we i I personally want to talk about my detail. Okay. Yes. I actually have. Do it. I have like one point five because it's two episodes. Okay. Okay. Um. So my my number one favorite detail from the first episode. Well, I love the Star Wars wipes that they did. Like that. Yes. Made me mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, this is some Star Wars shit. They're doing the weird wipes. Super happy. Number two, 
They were roasting a salacious crumb over the fire. <laughs> yes. And, that's, and another one in a cage. Really? Yeah. Yes. At what point? Uh, Quacky and monkey yeah. yeah, they were just freaking roasting that guy. Yeah. On the on the planet with Carl Weathers, that like whole dust... Or, oh. No, it was um outside the compound with Werner Herzog. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. But I, I think that's that's the same planet. Is, my, is it? Yeah. Oh, just yeah. a different area in it? Yeah. And the one area is icy? That makes sense. Because the beginning of it is icy. Carl Weathers and Werner on the same planet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The icy planet is completely another planet. Got it. It might be chilly there. Got it. Um, Um, Okay. Yeah, I love that roast and whatever that might. It's only it's only salacious crumb to me. (laughs) Yeah. Tim, I prefer it well done. (laughs) Uh, It is a nice crumb. It looked like it still had like little hairs on it though, and I was like, oh, you gotta pluck those. I don't have anything outside of uh, all all the stuff. Um, that we already said because we've, we've, we've said a lot. So, wow. I yeah. mean, I like the hair on the egg. That was. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't need to have hair, but right. it did. Right. I've never seen a hairy egg before, and I like that. When Mando reached his hand in there and was like digging around, <sighs> and you realize, like, oh, that is the egg. Yeah. Oh, no, thanks. Yeah, yeah. No, disgusting. No, thank you. So, so mine is um, the classic line. I think it's a child. <laughs> um, just, just like a, they're in a world that's so weird that like it's obvious that it's a child, but also like theoretically they have no context right. to make that. But mm-hmm. also, you know, knowing that he feels this like burgeoning affection right. for it and bond for it to refer to it <laughs> in that way just feels so awkward yeah it's like and like he's still not sure a what it is and b if he likes it at all right because does mando know about yoda like he no nobody knows about yoda yeah damn yeah he's never seen this thing before (laughs) yeah i mean so he just found like this little small like football sized dude (laughs) who's just like floating along and eating frogs frogs. he's like i think it's a child like (laughs) objectively the cutest living thing he's probably ever seen yeah Yeah. oh god and he's so used to seeing you know his targets is just that targets right Right. not people yeah and Mm -hmm. uh what with his trauma and all he's like "Uh uh-oh it's a baby yeah i was a baby i was a baby yeah (laughs) i will say baby I also loved the um, little kid Mandalorians yeah. who were just like walking around. Yeah, the, the foundlings or whatever. I love them. Yeah, yeah. those are great. Pat, do you got have a specific detail? We said we talked about mine. I don't know the the music. I just oh love yeah, the score yeah, so much. It's incredible, it's so perfect, that, and sets the tone. That song when they fight when he fights the mud horn, oh, it has God. like this sound that sounds like loud breathing. And now that yeah. Jennifer, you say that he it's did, all on Spotify. Oh yeah, oh, awesome. Hell yeah. yeah, now that you say that it's uh, the the guy that did Black Panther, I'm like, okay, that totally makes sense. Yeah, it's like, wait, is yeah. that the mud horn breathing loudly, or is it th- something else? Yeah. Good shit. It was so discordant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think that we did uh, I think we did this longer than we thought this we were going to. Yeah, this is a completely... But this is like our intro episode, right. so it's Aberration. different. Yeah, completely um, outside the norm of what we're going forward. Going forward, much shorter episodes. Yeah, more reaction. This is more like an introduction to us. I think we well had to as... do a Star Wars feelings download. Exactly. Exactly. Which, yeah. which I enjoyed. So... Yeah. Yeah, so if you want to... Oh my god, we don't have a Twitter account or anything. 
It'll just follow us. It's fine. Yeah, so if, so if you want to chat with us more about Star Wars or see what other things that we're talking about. I think a about, lot of modern podcasts just do hashtags. I'm like, what? I think that's It confusing. feels weird to me, like but, it. you know, whatever. Just, I don't know. We'll I don't think we out. need a Twitter handle on this. Uh, you just talk to us. But you can find me on Twitter at Jennifer Sheik. I'm at Tim Lanning. I'm at Hey Mermaid. I'm at the Pat Edwards. And uh, uh, some of the other things that we can plug. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Jennifer and I are on a Dungeons and Dragons podcast called yep. Greetings Adventurers. And we are on an internet advice show called Dear Internet. Pat and I are on a uh, Dungeons and Dragons stream called The Happy Hell Hour. We're playing through the adventure Descent into Avernus. That's every Tuesday at 2 p.m. at twitch.tv slash geeklyinc. And then uh, Jane plays with us in a D&D campaign called Dragon Heist, but that's on our Patreon. That's on our Patreon. For uh, yep. Gritty's Adventures, right. which you should listen to both of them. Yeah, you should listen They're to really both good yeah, and funny. Definitely. And if you want to get more into the Clone Wars animated series, I have a watch list that is about half the overall runtime. Because um, there are some big hits and big misses <laughs> over the course of that show, but there's a lot of good stuff. And that is at clonewars.watch. Nice. Uh, Pat, do you have anything else to plug? Yeah, sure, I'll throw because you never know. People are listening. Uh, so I am a writer. That's what I do when I'm not doing podcasts. And I have a novel that's out called Space Tripping. I have short stories published in a couple different anthologies. My second novel will be coming out next year in 2020. Woo-hoo. And I'm currently writing a uh, D&D campaign nice. that will be published next year as well. It's based on an album. It's a whole thing. It's very interesting. But uh, yeah, you can follow me at the Pat Edwards or if you go to my website, thepatedwards.com and sign up for my newsletter, which is launching next year. Ooh. I'll be sending every month short stories, links to other cool people doing cool creative things. And uh, yeah. That's awesome. Radical. Yeah. Again, this is a weird one, but... yeah. We needed, to, we needed to download all of our screams into you. We had to do it. So uh, until next time, this is the way. 